0: Special Counsel Ted, you've been called here before this committee today to testify on the condition of the 7th District of Maryland, represented by one Elijah Cummings. Do you live in the 7th District of Maryland? Correct. So you have resided there for a while. Have you voted for Representative Cummings in the past? Yes. So you freely admit to this committee that you, sir, Reside in the seventh district of Maryland, represented by one Elijah Cummings. Yes. Can you ascertain to the condition of this district?
1: Well, it's I. uh, Well, I think what I. uh, Well, it's. um, Well, it's. Well, yeah. uh, No. Is
0: is this condition of this district what we all believe to be, which is a rat-infested, vermin-filled district? Unfit for human habitation.
1: It was not my directive to determine that.
0: Well, sir, you have been living in this district for several years now. You have admitted to this committee that you have voted for one Mr. Cummings to represent your district. You cannot tell this committee the condition of the district in which you reside? No. Do you feel that this district is habitable? For human beings, is something that you would hold up to as a beacon of what America should be?
1: I accept your question.
0: Mr. Ted, I clearly see you are dodging my questions. One final question, Special Counsel Ted. If you will not tell me the condition of the district in which you reside, if you will not tell this committee whether or not it is habitable for human beings if it is rat infested and vermin infested can you at least tell me if the podcast what about now is fit for human consumption should people listen to the what about now podcast
1: i leave that for you to determine
0: fair enough special counsel ted so here's an episode of what about now for them to determine for themselves and god save their souls
1: another episode of what about now
0: what about now and boy did you just get grilled
1: oh man there's like uh i got little burn marks on me from getting grilled
0: wow so you you you've survived the seventh district of maryland congratulations yeah yeah, in
1: fact i do that's it's it's amazing because that's that's the hot news item and i in fact live in the seventh district of maryland uh represented by the Honorable Elijah Cummings, who I have, in fact, voted for on numerous occasions. <laughs> and uh, So it's yeah. all your fault. It's your fault, sir. <laughs> it's not my fault. It, I take credit. I take credit for all the oversight that Mr. Cummings and his committee is providing. And, um, I had to look it up just to get some info, just to get some facts, if you will, and just... Here's a little list of what the Oversight Committee looks at. Because we were arguing a little bit like, well, do the, are they trying to get the taxes? No. Um, are they trying to uh, in, impeach him? No. Because that would be like Ways and Means or ju- judicial, Judiciary. So Oversight Committee is looking at uh, ties to Russia, the Imolence Clause, ethics, uh, Michael <laughs> Flynn, immigration what? of... Huh? Why would
0: hitting this be important?
1: <laughs> nah, not really. National security issues and voting rights. That's uh, I'm reading straight from uh, oversight.house.gov. What uh, what my representative is doing to <laughs> look into the Trump administration. So you're welcome.
0: Uh yeah. Um, it seems like we always come back to Donald Trump and the issue of race. Um.
1: So I was listening to I think it was Maddow recently cuz you know I'm one of those lefty libs and uh, the, the, the 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 takeaway was that anytime Trump is ha, is doing one of his Twitter tirades don't pay attention to it pay attention to what he's doing not what he's saying because it seems like it's just it it's it's just a smokescreen for what what's actually going on so yeah Whatever, some tirade, some disgusting, degrading tirade. But at the same time, is it a distraction from the latest actual disgusting action that is taking place?
0: Oh, absolutely, because that's what con men do.
1: Right. It's, uh, it's just smoke and mirrors. a distraction. In fact, I would say to everybody, just completely ignore what he says on Twitter and look at... Cause that's a, if something some Twitter rant is going on, that means we need to be looking to what the administration is doing that day. Uh, not what not what yeah, he's saying.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I don't disagree that there's usually a shell game going on with this, this man and this administration. But I also at the same time don't want to downplay the importance of his use of race and racial epithets, racial dog whistling in his <laughs> administration. Because it's easy for us to say... Let's not pay attention to this because we're both white males. We've coasted our entire lives. We haven't had to worry about getting pulled over by a cop because we looked like we didn't belong in that neighborhood.
1: In fact, not only that, but I have such an innocent look about me that I've actually gotten pulled over and got out of tickets just by being played. Like I, it's just the exact opposite. Like I'm, I have like I would say, just my appearance just by my like my my goofy. Nerdy kind of look. I, I even have more white privilege. Yeah. Because I, I look so innocent.
0: I, I've gotten pulled over. I had I, my job, we used to have to change chlorine gas uh, for disinfection for wastewater. And I got off work and I had my gas mask in the back seat of my car. I got pulled over one time for just passing a cop. I wasn't even really uh-huh. speeding that much, but I went faster yeah. than him. So it pissed him off. He pulled me over. He uh, saw the gas mask. I told him I was a wastewater treatment plant operator, and he just took me at my word and let me go without a ticket. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, that's the kind of privilege that we get afforded.
1: Yeah, but are you sure there wasn't something else? Like you didn't have a mild smell of chlorine or something? No, there wasn't something no, else like or, like you kind of smelled like processed waste. you like,
0: yeah, that's about right. I was in. Was I in my? I might have been in my uniform. Maybe that. Oh jeez. Uh, oh okay. So, but uh, but it's just a white shirt with tan pants. No one's gonna really know what that is. It didn't say. I'm. Go- I'm going. <laughs> I treat poop for a living. You know. Like, I'm.
1: I'm going for you. Smelled like processed shit.
0: No, I did not smell like processed shit. So. <laughs> N- not any more than normal. <laughs>
1: now I smell. On like my I day off. Like, oh man, <laughs> I smell like shit all the time. That's because I'm. Uh, I'm extra flatulent.
0: Because you're you're eating Taco Bell when you shouldn't.
1: Uh, like you mean like any time when you shouldn't. But uh, no, exactly. I'm, I'm I'm just a I'm just a gassy individual.
0: <laughs> Toots McGee over here.
1: <laughs> but uh, well, okay. it's funny because you, so okay so hold on so you talk about white privilege yes so from an outward appearance I have the white privilege but let's let's not forget that I am. Um, in a particular minority group, not necessarily oppressed, yes. yes. not necessarily oppressed, but sometimes. Oh no! Tar- you're on the list. Tar-
0: you're on the list of people they're going to come for, no doubt. I'm
1: I, I'm I, on the list. Yes. yes. Like uh, just okay. Since we are what about now? Uh, a dude got shot in Miami, uh, outside of a synagogue. Mm-hmm. There was a drive-by at a synagogue. Guy, some old, um, one of our goofy-looking people. I'm guessing. Well, I like to, I like to think of our our Orthodox as our version of the amish right so and instead of uh, like i see an amish person like oh isn't that quaint just like and i have the same opinion about some orthodox or hasidic jew dressed up dressed up in the silly clothes no matter they're all wearing they all have the long beards and the silly hats mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter just pick just pick a religion right okay it's it's your amish it's your orthodox whatever there's there's a, there's a commonality there but it's, it's our amish basically right right and uh, it's funny because then if you talk to them, they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" Like we were down at because uh, we, we grew up in South Florida, and there is a there is a, what was it called the Nosberry Farm, which is in South Florida, South South Florida, in the middle of nowhere, right. and uh, like right ac- right across from uh, the junior high that I went to, the middle school, like this basically this uh, like um, farmers market that also had like uh, uh, cinnamon buns and milkshakes. Uh-huh. And the with the German Baptists, and they wear the women wear the bonnets, the guys have the, the beards and the overalls and the hats. But if you talk to them, they're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, you don't expect that voice. You know, I, you expect, like, you know, Jebediah. Oh, uh, well, Jebediah, I have to plow the fields. You know, you, you expect a different voice coming out of them and, like, oh, how's it, how's it going, man? Have you hey, caught you up dude? with a new episode of Orange is the New Black? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, uh,.
0: Uh, okay, I, I'm not trying to. I don't make know where I was like going a, with this. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like measure different races here. here. Is like who has suffered more? I'm not. I'm not trying to get into that. The only thing we know is that I have not suffered <laughs> compared to everybody else. I have not oh, no. suffered. I <laughs>
1: haven't. I haven't suffered re- in the recent past. I mean, but you, but go back you will
0: suffer. You will suffer before I do. You know, until all you guys get together and make us suffer, and in which case we're fucked. But
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think that. All the Jewish comedians have really given. Like everybody loves Seinfeld, basically. So it's it's like a it's a positive.
0: We've diverted from a point. I'm sure I had one, and the point was. And the point was this.
1: No, I'm not crying. I'm not crying oppression.
0: No, well, I'm uh, okay. The point was this. (laughs) It's not that it's not a smokescreen because it obviously is. But the the fact of the matter is that even if it is just a smokescreen, it is still very dangerous and very hurtful to too many people in this country. And him continuing to use it and go to it just continues to deepen that hurt and deepen that divide and and, and walk us back decades in where we've gone from racial relations, which aren't as good as we want them to be to begin with. Uh, There was video of some lady in North Carolina that got into a confrontation uh, with uh, a black lady in a restaurant. uh, An older white lady. And I guess the black lady was being too loud. And so on camera, on the video camera because everyone's filming you now she just flat out drops the N-bomb and calls her the N-word a couple of times in their confrontation. And They went to the lady, they caught up with her afterwards to kind of talk to her about it, because it made the news. This white old lady calls this black lady the N-word. And the scariest part about it was this lady didn't walk back what she said one iota. She didn't apologize. She admitted to doing it. She admitted that if, if in the same situation, she would probably do it again. Because in her mind, that's how she was acting. She earned it. That's where we're at now.
1: But do you think that... that, So I don't think that lady would be any different given the times we're at. I versus, versus 10, 20 years ago it's just, you're just saying it's just, it's just it's she's not, not afraid to express her beliefs
0: exactly, are the beliefs different? No are they emboldened to go ahead and be aggressive with their beliefs now? Yes and that's the main difference and that's the scary difference, it's the aggressiveness it's the, the, the assertiveness it's the determination to be racial, racially hurtful now and this president has stoked that in his followers so, I've said this before, I'm going to say this again. If you are a Trump supporter, I'm not flat out calling you a racist. I don't know every single Trump supporter, and to just paint everybody with that brush is a dangerous thing to do. So, if you support Trump, you're not, I'm not flat out calling you a racist. But what I am saying is the man that you support is a racist, and you have determined. ...to turn a blind eye for whatever reason... ...economics, uh, uh, immigration, whatever your reason... ...abortion, whatever your reason is... ...you have made the determination to turn a blind eye to his racism... ...to serve your own needs, political needs, or agenda. You've got to come to grips with that for yourself. That's nothing to do with us who oppose him. So, if you are a Trump supporter... ...and you bristle at the idea of being called a racist... ...fine, you may not be a racist... The man you support is a racist. He's a full-blown racist. You've got to come to grips with that.
1: Well, speaking of racists, man, I I, uh, I hope all of our listeners are sitting down, especially the Reagan supporters, because there, I just saw an article yesterday. Uh, I saw that, that, yes. About something came out of, I don't know, the Reagan Library, or the Nixon Library, or something about basically a recording with Reagan having a conversation with Nixon where Reagan was governor of California... Talking to old Tricky Dick, President Tricky Dick, and uh, dropping some, um, like, classic racial uh, stereotypes in the conversation. And uh, I was like, ooh, yeah, Mr., the, the Mr., uh, what was it, the the, City on the Hill? What is that old Reagan line? The
0: Shining City on the Hill.
1: The Shining City Hill. Ah, I got some bad news for you. Yeah, so Reagan wasn't uh, quite as uh, perfect.
0: Surprise.
1: Hey, but... Uh,
0: turned a blind eye to the AIDS epidemic for years with his homophobia so you know finding out that he was a racist on top of that should really surprise nobody Um, I think a lot of us who grew up in the 80s have this fond memory of Reagan because we were young we were innocent, we didn't understand politics and everything seemed good to us because hell we were kids and when you're a kid everything seems good You've got somebody taking care of it. You. you go out, you play, you play video games, you watch really cool movies.
1: Also, also, there was a defense ni- initiative named after one of our favorite movies. Yeah, Star of course, Wars.
0: Star Wars. We could shoot Star Wars. From the sky. That's awesome. Oh man. my god,
1: they you know called it-
0: it's not till you get older that you realize that the Reagan administration was the one that helped to paint the picture of the welfare queen as an overweight black woman with ten children that helped to paint this idea that someone that needs some type of of help uh some type of of social safety net as a 'er ne'er-do-well no good lazy person who is of a different color than you and has a lot of kids and just has those kids to get a bigger and bigger government check
1: and let's not forget that great really effective Anti drug policy the 80s by Nancy Reagan. Just oh, say no. Just say no? Yeah. Just say no. Oh, that's all that's easy. Wow.
0: Hey, the Reagans hey, the Reagans can't be racist because she did that on different strokes, buddy. Would a racist uh, go on different strokes? I think not.
1: <laughs> oh man. Just say no. I didn't realize addiction was so so simple to overcome. No.
0: I'm cured. Yeah. Yes. That's uh from the people that brought you abs- abstinence of sex education comes Just Say No. Uh,
1: yeah. Anyway, so where are we at? We're talking about...
0: Have we given uh, the date? Is Have we given the date? This is July 31st, 2019. July oh, 31st. Wow. The last day of July. Can you believe that shit? Christmas is right around the corner, buddy.
1: I I can fully believe it, yes. The last week of...
0: Oh, wait. Hanukkah's right around the corner, buddy.
1: <laughs> Hanukkah's right around the corner. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> Um, I do, in fact, believe it's the end of July because I'm, I am baking in the, the oven known as Maryland in July because it has been the past few days. It's been in the, the 90s, the mid to upper 90s, and it's been like when I'm driving along the highway and I look at the, little, uh, the temperature readout on my car and it says it's in the triple digits. It says it's 100 out when I'm driving. And I'm not in Florida, so yes, I fully, in fact, believe that it is in July, yes.
0: But it's dry heat.
1: Um, (laughs) Dry-ish, yes. Not exactly Arizona, but it's fairly... It's
0: It's always my favorite bullshit line, but it's a dry heat.
1: (laughs) No, it's true. I mean, one time I was wandering around in Colorado, just taking a walk in Fort Collins, and not having a problem at all, and then the sign on the, the bank sign that said it was, like, 95 degrees. I'm like, really, 95? It is not that bad. Like, s- to be super dry in 95, is supposed to be, like, 95 and, like, 150% humidity. And I'm not quite sure how that is possible, but it's Florida, so I'll believe it. If it's, it's, like, 150% humidity. Wow. <laughs> if anybody, if there's any place where the laws of physics could be completely violated, it would be Florida. <laughs>
0: Oh, so many things are violated in the state of Florida. (laughs) Uh,
1: Mostly, mostly decency. (laughs) But uh, what else? Yes. Oh, sorry. Hold on a second. So, I just I noticed that. So I'm in my basement, and there's just, of course, there's rats everywhere because I live in, and I quote, a (laughs) disgusting rat and and rodent infested uh, city. If that's the direct quote. Oh, I gotta look this up. I gotta look this up.
0: (laughs) No you don't. Uh, oh mess. I'm no. sorry.
1: This disgusting rat and rodent infested mess.
0: Oh, that's I, Why do that to yourself? I mean, why why look at that man's words any more than you have to?
1: Now, I I would agree that in general, I do live in a disgusting mess. I will I'll I'll, I'll accept disgusting mess any day of the week. But as he points out that not just Baltimore, but in fact, Cummings' district, the the Fighting Seventh of Maryland is a disgusting, ratten, and rodent infested mess. So, yes, as I look across my basin, there's there's rats everywhere and rodents, because we don't want to leave out the mice. We don't want to leave, uh, leave out, like, what? Um, I don't know, armadillos. Is that a rodent? Maybe a. a cup- um, not a chupacabra. There's an actual. What is that? South American. And it's in the rodent. It's, it's like the, the world's largest rodent from South America. I'm talking about. It's the, oh, uh, um, the capybara. The capybara. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like the capybara, they're just all just wandering across my basement right now. They're just everywhere. In fact, there's one rather, I've grown rather fond of one little rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in honor of the podcast, he's, he's, my, he's the official pod rat. We have a pod cat and now we have a pod rat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Can I call him Ricky Rat? Is that still trademark? Wasn't there a Ricky Rat before there was a Mickey Mouse or something? Wasn't there?
0: Uh, I don't know if there was a Ricky Rat. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I know
1: somewhere in history there was a Ricky Rat. I'm, I don't know. It's not necessarily Disney, but before Mickey Mouse, there was like a Ricky Rat. I'm going to have to look that up. You anyway, so. It up.
0: I know there was Oswald the Rabbit was like their first.
1: Mm, I got to look this up. I know. I'm pretty sure there's a Ricky Rat.
0: Are you sure it wasn't like a Simpsons parody?
1: <laughs> it could have been. It could have been, but let's see for now. We have got Ricky Rat, but um, anyway. So yeah, it's just lovely. I highly recommend to our listeners. Definitely get, get definitely get like a rat or two. Just I know if you live in New York City, that's that's like the the standard. But outside of New York City, it's it's a little bit more, a little bit a uh, little bit more uncommon.
0: Ah, okay, gotcha. So let's kind of go back to.
1: Where are we? What the, are we doing? Let's, now,
0: I want to go back to the district, the, your, your district, for a second. And I, yes. I kind of want to address the criticisms that I've heard from the other side. Um, and the criticism is well, doesn't it have problems? Isn't there some urban dec- decay and crime and squalid conditions in the 7th district? Is he lying? You know, is he is he misrepresenting it? Is, isn't that really what it is? Okay. To kind of address that, and you would know better than I, but I'm sure, especially in West Baltimore, there are some areas with very, very bad economic problems. With crime, with poverty, with bad living conditions. I'm sure... I'm yes, sure the, but... I'm sure The Wire is not a documentary but it's not a lie
1: either. Okay, let me just point out that he painted um, with a broad brush the entire district, and the entire district includes the city of Baltimore, the county of Baltimore, Howard County, actually Howard County, I, I don't live in Howard County, but Howard County is one of the most well-off... I used, to, In fact, I used to live in Howard County, and the way they do state income tax in, in Maryland is based upon your county of residence. Um, and... I know this because I briefly lived in Howard County because, but I basically, ah, I couldn't afford to live there forever. But uh, it has one of the highest income tax rates in all of Maryland, aside from like the the districts just north of DC, like your Bethesda's and that's sort of area, which like you know like the super rich DC people live in in uh, right right outside of it uh, was it uh, I guess it's Southern Maryland, but uh, Howard County is one of the actually the nicest counties. In Maryland, and in fact, is covered by Cummings, seventh yeah. uh, district. Yeah. So, we're we're painting with a broad brush, first uh, of all. Okay,
0: but let's let's even excuse that. Let's take a look at what are his motivations in doing so. Um, is he motivated to point out particular shortcomings in Elijah Cummings' uh, tenure as a representative, where where he's failed? His constituents has he given us some type of concrete example of his of his failures or, or in some way not addressing the needs of his constituents or at least trying to um, is he trying to point out the 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 the, the, the rampant poverty that's still uh, proficient in this country even though the economy is growing and unemployment's down and uh, the stock market is soaring. Uh, is, he still, is he trying to shine a light on, on those impoverished parts of our country that haven't had the, the taste of economic success yet and coming up with solutions as president to address these issues and to try to help course-correct them? Um, or is he just trying to badmouth a man that is, you know, in, in a way, giving him a hard time and, and using a lot of racial dog-whistling to do so?
1: Well, here, here's the easy answer, to Aaron, No, because they don't support Trump. Historically, black people are Democrats. Uh, and right. they, Democrats typically, well, this day and age, Democrats don't for tr- vote for Trump. So there's your answer.
0: But, again, he is the president of the American people, not president of American Republicans.
1: Oh, come so, on, So.
0: So, if he's found an issue, what is he doing to help address the
1: issue? Um, a lot of uh, golf course based research. A lot of ham, hamburger <laughs> and based research. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of pussy grabbing based research. Mm-hmm.
0: Just on an economic side note, and I'm not an ec- economy economic major in any way, shape, or form. I'm not a guru. I don't barely understand economics and my bank account supports that um but why did the fed cut interest rates again today
1: oh i have no idea
0: yeah i mean they cut the the interest rates a quarter percent which you do normally in a bad economy like we did in 2008 to help stimulate it but
1: no and for many many years before the crash of 08 the interest rates were kept really low to keep the economy booming. So um,
0: they got lower. They got lower after the crash to stimulate the economy to to encourage investment. But here's the thing. But well, they were they
1: were they were super low before the crash, and that that was a part of the fuel for the housing boom. Is the yeah. super low? I read some one of the books I read. I can't remember who. I don't know if it was a Probably book by Michael Lewis. T- or Taibbi. Um, Going off on Greenspan about how he kept, uh, he was part of the problem of the crash because yeah. he kept the rate so low.
0: So I actually read a little bit today about why did they cut the, the interest rates, and one of the reasonings for it was that consumption is high, which is you know what they like to look at that we're buying, we're spending, um, but wages aren't where they should be. That was one, and two. Business investment was low, and I thought to myself, wait a second, didn't we just give businesses a huge tax cut?
1: Did we give businesses tax cuts or, or really, really rich people tax cuts?
0: Oh, well, it was corporate. It was a corporate tax cut as well.
1: Oh, all right. You're talking yeah. about how, oh, that's right. Everybody's taxes changed last year. Yeah, yeah. It, it was taxes for 18 were a complete nightmare because everything was changed. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: but there was the corporate tax cut. So, why is business investment down if they've gotten all this money back? I thought that's how the economy worked. It's trickled down. You give the super wealthy the money and it will trickle out to the rest of the economy. They got a huge tax break. They got billions and billions of dollars back. Why is investment down?
1: Why is investment down?
0: Are you saying that it didn't work?
1: Um, Okay, tell you what. I'm going to make a few calls I'm gonna call some Jews all right I'm gonna see I don't know I maybe one of us a friend of a friend or friend who can call Greenspan or you know, was it uh, Janet Yellen you know, all, all Jews I'll make some calls <laughs> I'll look into it I'll get back to you okay I'm sure somebody knows something we got the you know the, the, there's the lawyer contingent the account contingent just the with uh, well, the doctor contingent so what else so
0: this is this is my concern. From seeing this today is that free rides don't last forever and free money' is definitely not a permanent thing and I think this economy this Trump economy is being propped up on free money
1: uh, woohoo free money
0: low artificially low interest rates and tax rebates that yeah. are not sustainable um, all right
1: all right so uh, speaking of free money I'm gonna change gears here because I I, I hear the, the snoring getting a little bit louder. So, so I'm gonna. Speaking no, of free we money. No, but
0: we have to talk about these things. These are the things that that are important. I know.
1: But come. When on, the economy
0: but... crashes in two, three, or four years, which it's going to do, we're going to be one of the first podcasts to be on the cutting edge to say we told you so.
1: Uh, I try to reserve my "told you so" strictly for my wife. <laughs> As a matter of fact, okay, today, let me throw this out today, a quick story. Then I'll go back to my point I was going to make about uh, free money. Well, don't, let me forget to get back to free money. Free money. But I was just, I was just having dinner this evening with my wife, and hey, today when, my daughter...
0: When, when does a Jew never remember to get back to free money? There's my Warsaw pass. Yes, my Warsaw get a oh, pass.
1: Oh wow. Oh, oh,
0: ding ding ding. I ding, got ding, it. Ding, ding, Woo.
1: Okay. Wow. <laughs> you really you really blew your loads like we're barely halfway through the year, man. Yeah,
0: I know, but I had to do it. I mean, it was just perfect.
1: So. <laughs> okay, there you go. There's it. You're on notice now for the rest of the year. You got nothing. And,
0: and we did. And we did. And we determined off cam or off podcast one day that acidic Jew was not anti-Semitic. It was just bad. So As,
1: an acidic Jew. Ascetic Some bad Jew. joke. Yeah, that yes. was bad. No.
0: Yeah, it was just bad. So
1: <laughs> I would repeat it, but it's not even worth it's, it. it no, no, was just like bad. a bad, bad pun. But we're sparing you,
0: people. It was bad. <laughs>
1: All right, so let me finish. Anyway, so if we get back to free money, but uh, my daughter has been, she's had the shits today for whatever reason, some virus or something, and my wife put her on the BRAT diet. And uh, Darren, have you heard of the BRAT diet? I have not. You've never heard of the BRAT diet. So it's just this awful acronym for like, if somebody has gastrointestinal distress, the, the what you're supposed to eat. And I thought it was like broth, rice, apples and toast or something like that. <laughs> and my wife said, no, 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 it's bananas. It's not broth. It's not bananas. Okay. So she, so she looks it up on her phone. She hands it to me. And there's a blurb right there that says, the Brat Diet. Bananas, rice, apples and toast. And she starts gloating about how I'm wrong. The only problem is, she didn't continue to read. Because what it said was, the Brat Diet consisting of blah, blah, blah. Though people thought it was a good idea. People now think that it's not a good idea to put your child on the brat diet when, in fact, they're sick. And so she was too busy pointing out how I was wrong to notice, in fact, the idea of her putting our child on the brat diet was, in fact, a bad idea. And I had to point out, I was like, "Um, honey, yeah, could you just keep reading the thing that you handed to me? Because it says she shouldn't be on the brat diet.
0: Well... Uh, it was, she did better than I would have done because I thought it was bratwurst, radishes, <laughs> alcohol, and tacos. Tobacco. <laughs>
1: Taba- I would say tobacco. Uh, uh, tobacco. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because so. you can't have alcohol without tobacco.
0: <laughs> I do all the time. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> bratwurst. What was, it? Wait, what was the R?
0: Uh, I said radishes. Because I couldn't think of anything that started with R right off the top of my head. So.
1: When was the last time you ate a radish? Seriously.
0: Um... Uh, might have been one mixed into a salad somewhere at some point That's probably
1: so maybe so maybe dare i say an accidental radish not an intentional yeah radish.
0: or yeah or an incidental maybe not accidental but definitely incidental
1: incidental and maybe we have a title the, the incidental, incidental radish, radish. <laughs> yeah there you go the incidental radish but uh seriously radishes in fact just thinking about radish now. Horseradish, oh, any day of the week you put some horseradish in front of me, I'll eat that because I enjoy horseradish. But just your your standard run-of-the-mill radish is, dare I say, a complete waste of space.
0: Uh, yeah, I I don't hate radishes, but I don't like actively seek them out.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say now might be a little bit harsh. I might get some really nasty uh, tweets, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that if you're a radish farmer. You should kill yourself. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. Dude, dude. Too, no, no, too uh, no, cars.
0: no, way too much. Whoa, whoa. Okay, back, back it up. It's not like they're growing okay. lima beans or anything, it's radishes. You know? <laughs> <Okay>. Whoa.
1: <laughs> if you're a radish farmer, you should change professions. There you there, go. Plant something yeah, else. Yeah, grow another okay. crop.
0: There you go. that's. More in okay. line. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna say.
1: Woo! Okay, I'm gonna say. Jeez. I'm gonna say you should burn your fields and then no, plant no, them. No, yeah. no,
0: no, no, <laughs> no. Just stop planting. You know not have no, to burn. No. Just pick the last crop and don't plant anymore. That's it. Okay. Wow. Gee. Woo. My burn God. Burn your
1: fields. <sighs> divorce your wife. <laughs> tell tell your children. Not only do you not love them, but you've never loved them.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: And, plant a different crop.
0: Is everybody in the seventh district of Maryland this insane?
1: <laughs> and and oh, hold on a second. Let me let me elaborate. When I say kill yourself, I mean slowly, with alcohol, tobacco, bratwurst, and of course radishes. radishes. <laughs> So now in retrospect it might be a bad idea to tell you to burn your crop because (laughs) you wanna save that crop and keep it aside because you don't want to you're gonna brat diet. I mean
0: what are we gonna do with brat diet if (laughs) you don't have radishes?
1: Yes, put yourself on the brat diet to slowly kill yourself.
0: You you have not thought this through, I swear.
1: (laughs) Darren, in my defense, when have I ever thought anything through? Never Okay, so now now that we have a good we have a good controversial clip. What else? Let's, can we go back to the free money? Just a quick blurb. There was a John. I don't know. Um, have you did you hear about the Equifax breach?
0: Yes, yes. I heard. I heard that you can go online and go to the I think the FTC the Free Trade Commission and and file a claim and get like one hundred twenty five dollars back.
1: Oh, uh, free money! There you go. Yeah. Now you have to go in. I actually went online and I typed in my information and it said. Well, according to our records, it appears that you are victim of a So I, I love the, the phrasing that they use. It's not like so like if you type in your SSN and your whatever you type in it says doesn't say, "Dude, you're fucked." It says, "According to our records, it appears that you're part of the um the pool of victims or whatever it says." It's like so so passive and friendly. It yeah. appears, you know.
0: I actually I didn't read the article, but I saw a blurb kind of come across the, my uh feed on on hey the internet can we have
1: some fun can right now online can you go online to the site and type in your creds and see if you're a victim of the hack can you do that right now
0: that would be fun
1: (laughs) for who do it right now so right now go online search for like the uh the equifax settlement go onto the site it'll ask you for some personal information and it'll tell you whether or not you're basically you have like a 50 50 chance of being part of the the breach and i do it right now do it all
0: right so go to the ftc
1: and go you're gonna have to google it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it with you say like equis i'm gonna go equifax d- settlement claim okay and then there we go equifax data breach settlement it brings up uh wait i'm trying to find um, I'm- it. okay here okay
0: and the first thing is USA Today. You're not getting that $125. Here's why.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Hang on. I'm looking for I'm looking for where you can at least check. Yeah, I see no, the FTC
0: a... site. I'm I'm here. So it says file a claim. So I'm gonna hit it. No, claim. but
1: that doesn't tell that that's not the. that's not the place where it checks to see if you're part of the breach.
0: It's not the FTC?
1: No, okay, echo settlements am i p- part of the breach i'm trying to find oh no i I, I
0: there's there's something uh
1: oh i found it okay, i found I mean. it
0: i found it too through the ftc i got to type in my last name and my last four digits of my social security
1: okay i found it too okay eligibility.equifaxbreachsettlement.com okay it says name and last 6 digits of social security number and please don't share the information type it okay hold on i'm going to we're going to pause
0: I've, ty- I've, ty- I've typed it in now,
1: and I'm gonna insert a drum roll. A wait! Hey, hey, don't say it! Don't say it! Don't say it! I'm gonna insert a drum roll. Sound effect ready? And drum roll, please. Da, 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 da. And press it. Press submit.
0: Okay. It says, "Thank you. Based on the information you provided, our records indicate that your personal information was impacted by this incident." Oh,
1: you're a victim. You're fucked. Yay! Yay!
0: We're all. F-
1: Fucked. Wow. So, you're fucked and I'm fucked, and maybe uh, no, you get 125 each if oh it's like if it's only a certain number of people file. I guess the more people file, the less money you get. So now again, we talked earlier about how I don't think things through. So I, I don't want people in fact to be aware of this so they don't file and then we get more money. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let me just. Um, Tell our listeners, it's probably a bad idea for you to file for the breach. You don't want to do that. It's a waste of your time, especially, especially if you're a radish farmer, because you have too many other things to worry about, about how you've wasted your life farming for radishes as opposed to trying to file for $125 from uh, Equifax. So just forget about, forget about getting your money from Equifax, okay?
0: Okay. Okay. Forget it. Just forget well, that's it. it.
1: So you're a victim. I'm a victim. We're all victims. We
0: are victims because, hey, really, wow. that's that describes but everything. But these days,
1: not that's that's not because we're white males. No, it's because we're not rich. Uh,
0: white males. <laughs> well,
1: just, not just because white white males lead, like Lisa Presscast. No, it's because in fact somebody stole our information from Equifax.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So what else? What else do you want to talk about? You want to do any segments? I don't know if we're an hour in. Do you want? To, what do you want to do? You want to do um, some business? What do you want to do? Oh, uh, let's. Let, y- so much to get to. So much to get to. Oh Keep my it moving. God! Yeah,
0: we we we've we've have we been off for it for for a month. It feels like yeah, it's been about a month.
1: Yeah, between let's well let's tell, let's see why that'll that'll wrap us right into the next thing, which is, um, there was a trip. There was a trip. Me, we so met they... up.
0: We saw each other in yes. person. It was yes, a we... wedding for a mutual friend.
1: So our friend got married, and I, I journeyed to South Florida, and we both consumed uh, copious amounts of alcohol. Yes, that, did. for you that, that's a pretty standard thing for you, but like I had like a drunk Saturday because. <laughs> it was, so now, so this was this was I want to talk I want to talk a little bit about like, like like my lost weekend because the wife and I, we went to it was like was it like a Thursday roughly a Thursday to Sunday. And it was our first weekend without the kids, so we left, we left our kids in, in, in the care of a relative, a, a responsible relative, and the two of us went down to South Florida, and so our goal for the weekend was to do everything we possibly could that we couldn't normally do having kids with us, and so, like, everything, I mean, like, every restaurant we are like... Let's sit at the high top tables because we can't fucking do this when we have our kids with us. Like everything was based around what can we do to spite our children,
0: right? Yeah,
1: we can't. We can't. So like we were having dinner at ten thirty at night. We're sitting at high top tables. We're drinking, both drinking every possible moment we could. <laughs> that everything that we did, that if our children were with us, we we would be very horribly irresponsible parents. But it was our, our week, our first weekend away since. The birth of our first child. Oh my God. Right? Okay, so we... Re- I mean, like... And so, fast forward to, like, the Saturday with the wedding. Um, not only was I planning and did get shit-faced at the wedding, but I planned and did to prime the pump, if you will, and be totally hammered, like, the whole day of. So, like, at the hotel we're staying, um, we were... Uh, um... My wife and I were drinking. We were, like, pool drinking. Like, let's drink and go swimming, kind of like bad, irresponsible shit. Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Like, let's get, I got, so my wife was, I think the previous day my wife was doing something, she was, like, got a massage or something, and so I had some time, and so I thought it'd be romantic, and I stopped by uh, Walgreens, the Walgreens liquor store, where you get all the, the fine liquor at the Walgreens liquor store. And I was I, I know nothing about wine. I know okay, I know a little bit about wine, but I was trying to I know nothing about my wife, let's say. And I had no idea, <laughs> like, what type of wine she likes. And so the only thing that caught my eye was uh, two words. If you take if you take nothing else from today's podcast, the two words those two words are Ice Rose.
0: Ice rose.
1: Ice rose. Now it caught my attention because this is a wine. It was a, it was actually a sparkling wine, not a champagne because it wasn't from the Champagne region of France. Oh, it was a sparkling wine that was... It's designed to be poured over ice. Designed over ice. So, And I was thinking, that's great because we're in a hotel and there's a hotel fridge, and you know how I feel about hotel fridges, that they suck. And so I was like, this is perfect. So I can get some ice from the ice machine and then we can drink the sparkling wine over ice. And we did, and it was fantastic. And we killed like... Killed a bottle of ice wine. And then we went... Like, that's before the pool. And we went down to the pool and I was drinking, like, grapefruit mojitos and whatever else I was (laughs) fucking drinking. And, (laughs) um... Man. The best part about it is that... And I guess I'm not really... I'm not really a pool pisser. Are you a pool pisser?
0: No, I'm not a pool pisser. I don't... I No. No. (laughs) But I guess... I guess this time you were.
1: I was not. I was not... Mostly because we were in the pool for such a short amount of time. But, like... When I drink, I have to pee like twenty times. I have the bladder of like a pregnant woman in her like eighth month. But uh, most we spent most of the time just kinda hanging out. The chairs and eating. And that's oh that's right. I had another I think I had another drink while we were eating at the restaurant too. So anyways, my my goal was to get like to, to like do some day drinking and then go to the wedding and do some wedding drinking. And man, like it, it like it kind of crept up on me cuz like I wasn't that terribly drunk and I was trying hard I was drinking the cinnamon schnapps I was drinking <laughs> like like somebody like I don't know was it I know we were doing sitting? shots
0: at one point you and I were doing shots What what was the shot well did we do a
1: shot Yeah, what, what was the shot that we did so,
0: uh you did the cinnamon the little fireball I think little yeah. 1 ounce bottle and I took a shot of something I was I was Feeling no pain, they would just put something in front of me, and I'd drink it. But that's you know.
1: Not only that, but like so, the so the, the, the cool um, on the table, like the cool party favors, if you will, was little um, single shots of a random liquor on the table. Yes. That was like the yes. And so I had not only was I drinking the uh, the cinnamon schnapps in front of me, but I was like basically stealing everybody else's cinnamon schnapps because for some reason people didn't want to drink the cinnamon schnapps, and I loved it. And, and, the person next to me had some apple schnapps, and I put them together because this was my philosophy. If it's good enough for Cheerios, it's good enough for me. Have you ever had apple cinnamon Cheerios?
0: I don't think I have, to be honest.
1: Now, interestingly enough, neither have I. But, if you, have, if you live your life by any philosophy, it's, if it's good enough for Cheerios, it's good enough for me. So there's apple cinnamon Cheerios, and so I mixed them together and had an apple cinnamon shot. As one of my many shots. And then, like, I don't know, somebody handed me a drink, they're like, oh, I this uh, this drink is too strong for me. Who, um, what is Ed's wife's name? I could, oh, Jah- I can't remember. Oh, uh, Jahira,
0: yeah, yeah, Jahira. Is that, is it, are they married or just... No, they're what, married, they're like, married.
1: Okay. So anyway, so like, that's another friend of ours, but, um, she handed me a drink, she's like, this is too strong for me, and like, well, that's, that's, you know, you're, you're playing my song, and so I drank her drink. I guess the goal was I was basically drinking everything that was not mine at the table. (laughs) And then also, like, my wife had a sex on the beach, and she handed me, because she went to the bathroom, and I was like, well, that's your first mistake, handing me a drink. So I drank her sex on the beach, and then I felt guilty slightly. And then I went to the bar, and I'm like, I need a sex on the beach, because I need to replace my wife's drink. And that wasn't, I guess that wasn't so much guilt as just, like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about it. Right, I'm just like, guilt versus, like, give me a break. yeah. Peace and quiet, sort of thing, and so, oh man, by that last, by that last drink, whatever it was, I think for last call, I got a something. I don't even know what it was, and I drank it, and the, that just put me over the edge. I was just, I was just, whoo, oh man.
0: I uh, I was on pretty much uh, Johnny Walker Black all night long.
1: Um, which I, which is the the least age? Is that the black or the red? That's
0: the red. So.
1: Cause I actually my favorite is the least aged, cause I guess it's like a flavor thing. So you're you're a black man, huh? Yeah,
0: I'm I'm, I'm a black. Uh, I'll I'll drink anything really, but for like a good go-to, that's not super expensive, Johnny Walker Black works well. So,
1: but okay, um, I'm more of a rum guy. I'm sort of in a rum phase. Okay. Mix. I don't I don't do straight stuff. I mean I, I can't handle that, but like a nice rum, maybe like I like a rum and a soda or something. That would be good. But, I so where are we?
0: I ended up giving a hell, I thought a hell of a best man speech because I, I hate public speaking. I hate really standing in front of crowds doing it. Oh god! But I had enough alcohol in me to where I just let it flow naturally, and I didn't say anything too embarrassing. So it was.
1: You know, I remember it now. That you think about it, through the haze of alcohol, I remember it. it was something about how when he's with her, he's he's happy. I'm trying to. I'm paraphrasing here, but like. I, is that something to that effect? Like, yeah, I I, 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 I,
0: I said I said um I said in the speech that I didn't want to say that she completed him because that's just cliched, you know, that's been right. done to death. But I said that um she smooths out his rough edges. And God knows that there's a lot of them. So something like that to that effect.
1: Well, you know what you know well, I mean I guess it's better than if I recall I kept getting this a lot from, from two best men named Darren. I kept getting he's such an honest, he's such a oh, what was the term you used? He's so straightforward. He's so genuine. Did, was that what you used for me? God. And I'm like what the fuck does that mean? He's genuine. He's honest. <laughs> like he's an asshole, but he's straight. He's right up front about it. That's you know? pretty like,
0: much it. Yeah, what you see is what you Jesus. get. Jesus,
1: <laughs> he's genuine. He's the mo- He's such a genuine individual. It's no, like, not like I, he's, w- he's like he's a gem. He's so sweet and nice and funny. Well, he's such a genuine guy.
0: No, it it, it me. It means that what it means, or at least what it meant from my perspective. I can't speak for the other Darren, but what it meant right. from my perspective at the time. Was that if you need that person that you can always depend on in no matter what, the you know, through the good and the bad, it's you. You know that it's well. That's sweet. Yeah, that's what that meant when you when you say someone's genuine. You're really meaning they're dependable, and you know that they they're always going to be your go to. So
1: okay, I mean, but the, I'm sensing a general theme here because like maybe like when you give the explanation, it makes sense. But like just from. A third party, like knowing nothing, you hear like he's genuine or he smooths out the rough edges. Basically, what I'm hearing is that like, yeah, he's an asshole and he's a dick, <laughs> dude. Look, uh,
0: obviously, I called I called our friend a dick at the wedding. Yes, I did. Yeah, you know? <laughs> when I said he's got rough edges, and believe me, there's a lot of them. That's calling him
1: a dick. Oh, I think that's authentic. I think that's what you use. Oh, authentic. authentic. Yes, I think. That's what it was. Yes. I'm trying to remember the haze. but like it's like smooth out you smooth them out. You smooth out the reference. It's like it's like wow. This
0: guy's a fucking mess and a dick. Thank God you're <laughs> here.
1: <laughs> wow. So
0: Don't you know how you, you don't know how guys talk yet? I mean, come on, that's wow. how guys talk.
1: I will I will I'll give you a pass because in fact you're consistent and you use that for everybody. so it's, it's like, well, it's not just me. If it was just you talking that way about me, I would feel bad. Yeah, no, but since it's no, like yes. Everybody, I don't, I don't feel so bad
0: no, now. No, yes. It, you, know, you, every, you know when you're with your boys, when you're with your boys, every compliment's got to be a backhanded compliment. And you fucking know this because you're the fucking king of backhanded compliments.
1: Oh, I invented the backhanded yeah. compliment. So
0: don't give me... Don't give me a lot of this bullshit about oh, what did you mean by that, Mr. King of the Backhanded Compliments? That's what comes no, with No no no
1: no no, see I, I I I take that back. I I like to be referred to as the King of the Backhanded Apology. Oh, okay. The back, Which is like, I'm sorry that it offended you. I'm sorry that you can't take a joke.
0: I'm sorry you weren't smart enough to get what I was saying there.
1: Exactly, exactly. I like to be the king of the backhanded apology, not necessarily the backhanded compliment. But, um, I don't know, where was I? Uh, you're right, it was authentic. Now that I recall, it was, it was authentic. Authentic. Authentic.
0: I was more nervous at yours than I was at Cer's. For some reason, I maybe I've done enough of these speeches now over the years to finally, kind of. But I didn't feel like at all nervous when I was doing. At well, uh, the last best man speech I did, uh, which is really a weird thing for me because I most always am nervous. But I don't. Huh. I maybe I just had like just the right amount of alcohol. Maybe I. I think it was a combination of. I had just enough alcohol, and I had done so much work to make sure that this wedding went off in the previous week or two, and did end up doing so much work afterwards to make sure everything kind of went right, that I was all out of fucks to give. So, if I fucked up the best man speech, I didn't care, because (laughs) I had done a lot of heavy lifting to that point, so I think it was a combination of the two, so...
1: (laughs) Literal and figurative, yes
0: exactly. So, I think it was coming from too. So
1: whatever you know, your contribution. Uh, because I I don't know, you know, coming as a person who was just coming into town to pop in for the, I don't know, you know, what you know, your contribution. Other than it was just everything was great.
0: Okay, good, good. As long as look, the the point is, the bride and groom had a good wedding. The guests had a good time. Everything else is completely and totally behind the scenes. Nobody cares. So, and I and you and I know your wife was feeling good because she took about eighty pictures of me with different things in my uh, Guayabera shirt. So, and <laughs> if 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 people don't know what a Guayabera shirt is, it's very popular in like the Cuban American community in South Florida. It's a shirt. It's like a, a almost like a dress shirt, but it's got multiple pockets. It's got like four pockets. Okay. And so I don't know where you were. It was just me and her hanging out and. She was feeling good. I was feeling good. So I started sticking things in the pockets. I went, and what those things were was all the floral arrangements on all the tables. Yeah. I started pick, you know, putting a vase in the pocket. I ended up with like three pockets with vases in them. And I, I think I had my hand in the fourth pocket. I don't know. <laughs> but I got like 80 pictures on my phone that she took of me sticking different shit <laughs> in the pockets. So.
1: Now let me just clarify... So guayabera—that's not the same as guava, right?
0: No, guava. That's not the same as that, a That's a not fruit. the
1: same as that's not the same as she guayabera. No, it's not name?
0: the same as Shea Guevara, It's not the same as a guava. It's not the same as a radish. <laughs> it's a guayabera. Oh my god! And it's, not it's, it's not the same as a capybara. That's <laughs> not the same as a capybara.
1: Or or a chupacabra.
0: Or a chupacabra. Or a chimichanga.
1: Or uh, Chattanooga. <laughs>
0: Or uh, Choo Choo Train.
1: Or uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: Or Charleston Chew.
1: Or uh, Radish. All right, we're good. I'm going to end on Radish. I'm going to end on Radish. Radish. Radish.
0: That horse is beat to death. Congratulations. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my goodness. So what else? Any other comments? I mean, uh, I, I mean... Uh, I paid for man my hangover the next day. Oh, oh I had a bad one.
0: I, I just had lack of sleep from from my. I actually lost my buzz cleaning up and stuff like that. It was kind of a shame. My next day was just lack of sleep. Simple as that. It wasn't a hangover. Just tired.
1: My hang my hangover was uh, mostly indigestion. It was like, it wasn't your typical like, nausea, headache. It was like run down. But I just had horrible. Indigestion the whole day. Uh, That was probably a combination of, of like mostly drinking cinnamon schnapps and like just my stomach is just very sensitive to like indigestion shit like this. So like I spent the whole day like with horrible acid indigestion, and then like my weight was way up. I like probably gained five pounds on that day alone, (laughs) just just in alcohol, just in sugary alcohol drinks. Nice. That, That so here's my dilemma: is that the food was so good. Now, let spell it out. Let me just give people um, a little insight without giving too much away, but, like, our, you know, um, the groom is Asian, and the bride is Cuban, and so the food that they have was a combination It's like, all this delicious food, but my dilemma was, I wanted to not take a, I wanted to take up as little room as possible, because I wanted to save it all for alcohol. So like I wanted to like go to town on the buffet, but I didn't. I had just like one plate, and like of like the pad thai and the, I can't remember what else. The, through the drunken haze, I can't remember anything else, other than the pad thai and like some like there were some fried plantain chips, and then like these amazing desserts. And I didn't even I had like, literally like one bite of the desserts because I didn't want to take up room, precious room that was meant for alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, man, you eat overeat and then that alcohol doesn't get your system at all. And it's like, it totally ruins your drunk. You cannot get your drunk on. So like I was, but uh, the food was delightful and the alcohol was great.
0: It was, it was good. It was really good. So we had a good time. I had hoped, I thought that maybe we could do it like a on the scene live cast. You know, it wouldn't be live to have listened to it, but it would have been a live recording as in we would have been in the same place at the same time. Um, but that just never, yeah, it was just.
1: But, like Superman m- and Clark Kent, we are we never seen in the same places. Exactly.
0: Time. It was, it was, it was something that couldn't happen. There was just too much going on, and I had too many after-wedding duties to attend to to, to make that work. Yeah. So, uh. But that would have been uh, fun. That would have been fun.
1: Yeah, just I th- did not have the time.
0: I think we have to do a drunk cast at some point in the future.
1: A drunk cast, yeah. Drunk just cast. one that's not. Not right after wedding, but a drunk cast uh, um, Next time we get together
0: One where we're doing a podcast And we're both drinking To the point of
1: But in actual, the same room
0: It would be preferable to do it in the same room But not necessary Huh,
1: that's we, interesting We, we could, could do a drunk we, cast. Yeah,
0: we could do a drunk cast to see how the discussion Changes after You know, you know certain amounts of alcohol we now, court, I, court, I, I already here. pretty much drink every cast we do, but, um. I you know, it's like one. It's not a lot. Um, you don't drink that, I don't think, when we do these casts, so... No,
1: nope. I do the opposite. I uh, caffeinate.
0: Yeah, and, and certainly not to the point of inebriation, I, I don't myself, so I think maybe we have to set up a future date where we change that.
1: Now do you want to switch it off where I drink and you caffeinate, or would we both drink? And then we want to make sure that, like, because like you know there's the all the pre-production, all the hey, make sure everything's okay, make sure the levels. Are yeah, yeah. We, so we want to like make sure we get the show started. Yeah. And then. I think consume, it, I think then-
0: I think it has to happen while we're doing it, like maybe we after every.
1: Oh, we said a little egg timer. Oh, the egg timer.
0: Maybe we make it into a drinking game. Every time one of us meanders, we take a shot.
1: We could definitely do something like that. And then, yeah, and then like we're not going to get any segments done or nothing. We'll be lucky...
0: We haven't got any segments done tonight, and we're not drunk, so.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Well, maybe we should do something about that. Okay, so you want to hit? You want to hit up our in memoriam? Cause we yes, because we of have
0: lots of in memoriam. It has been a bad, bad month, uh, and I think I was going to start with the the oldest first. We left off. Uh, we we had lost um, we had lost uh, uh, Billy Drago and Max Wright was the last hold one on, we had talked. Hold
1: about. on. Hold on. When you say the oldest first, you mean the people who are the oldest uh, no, when they the, died, or no, do you mean the, the, least, no, recent, the, the, the least, least recent? The least
0: recent. Yes. So.
1: Okay. Who's the le- Well, okay. So you wanna you wanna do a lightning round? There's so many. I got one, two, three. I have four. Do you wanna do a? We haven't done a lightning round in a while. You wanna do a lightning round before we d- uh, do a deep dive?
0: Sure. Sure. Go for it.
1: All right. All right. Am I starting?
0: Yes. You start.
1: Okay. This is an in memoriam lightning round. Ready? And rip torn.
0: Ooh. Okay. Uh, Rutger Hauer.
1: Ross Perot. Uh.
0: Um, today, Nick Bonacani. Uh,
1: the hurricane. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> I always have to end. The, I always have to end the lightning round with the hurricane because I have no one.
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll 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 go a little bit deeper on some of the ones we just touched on because uh, those are, I think, the big ones. But uh, some of the other ones that we lost uh, just the past month. Um. We lost a Lee Iacocca.
1: The, uh... uh if you
0: Exactly. A Gaby? What the hell's a Gaby? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if, if, if the only thing I... The, the, the only reason that I enjoyed the existence of Lee Iacocca, not because he, he invented the Ford Mustang members, because there was an amazing SNL sketch from the 80s with Phil Hartman and John Lovitz... Yes. With uh, Plug Away with Javi Fiestein. Yes, John which, With Phil Hartman as Leah Iacocca. It's yes. just an amazing deep cut that I have to post. But like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody christen. <crazy.
0: laughs> a gay bee? What the hell's a gay bee? Not a gay bee, A gay bee. <laughs>
1: It, anyway, so but it's just a classic. That's the one reason why I love yes, Leia Coca. just for that one. SNL skit. Yes, but uh, what else? Leia Coker, uh, Rip Torn. So I want to throw. What else?
0: Uh, Artie Johnson. Uh, not a. I never really watched. Oh yeah. him laughing a yeah, lot, but right. I know who he is. Yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't even bother to include it because that's just too dating ourselves. Yeah, Artie Johnson from Laughing. Uh,
0: well, here's one that's, that that newer listeners will listen to, and I know this because my daughters watch these movies a lot uh, over and over again. Uh, Cameron Boyce from. Uh, the descendants Dizzy's the descendants uh Mike, also
1: from the sandler movies right uh,
0: not Sandlot. he was uh no, um, no I said the, oh I, sandler no. the sandler yes yes the grown ups yes
1: the um, sandler movie yeah, the grown ups yeah. right exactly so. Yeah. uh
0: his cause of death was released i think today it was epilepsy Caesar. yeah it's such so, yeah, so sad so
1: that is horrible Yeah. that's horrible
0: so uh and, and my daughter's uh, especially my oldest likes the descendants so i'm aware of who he is uh, we covered Ross Perot, who uh, was
1: yeah ninety two election like <laughs> yeah he got the
0: the the, the real cut. the real first third party threat that this country has had in quite a while as far as as third party candidate.
1: And didn't he steal the George uh, Bush votes that basically got Clinton elected? That helped Clinton get elected? I
0: think so. Yeah, I think he did. So.
1: Okay, so, quick turn. Rip Torn was a big fan of him, you know, from Larry Sanders, but also from the Men in Black yeah. movies, and... He apparently was I just a bad to throw out man. His...
0: That man was apparently, like, crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... There was, like, conflicting accounts between him and um, uh, Dennis Hopper about who pulled a knife on who on the set of, uh, of uh, Easy Rider.
0: <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yeah.
1: Also, he in his later years like uh, drinking problems, and he was arrested for breaking into a bank with a gun because he thought it was his house. <laughs> Have you ever mistaken a bank for your house?
0: Never. There's never any money in my house.
1: Also, may, maybe he had a really nice house. That's how nice it was. Oh. Like he thought that the bank lobby was his house. But you know, okay. so the thing, the, the here's an interesting rip torn fact that. I was not even aware of it until I looked it up, but he had a very famous relative. Do you know who that is?
0: No, I don't. Who is his famous re- relative?
1: First cousin, Academy Award-winning actress. Oh, you know maybe I've, nominee. I've, I've, heard Nomin- this before. I've heard nominee this before. and or winner. Very famous. I've heard this now, before. I've
0: forgotten who it is.
1: Sissy Spacek. Ah, uh, yeah. First cousin. Yes. First cousin of <clears> Sissy Spacek. <throat> I have
0: heard that before. It's been a long time since I've heard that fact, but.
1: But uh, that's an interesting rip torn fact. That ends our uh, brand new segment. An interesting rip torn fan.
0: <laughs> the first, and maybe last. I don't know. <laughs>
1: oh, I don't know. But uh, obviously, now since you're a, a former Dolphin fan, can you can you properly? Are you allowed to mourn Nick Monacati? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm still allowed to because he he came from the time when the Dolphins were last good. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, member of the classic th- 72 yeah, season. Yeah, the, the sad thing is, uh, I, I I thought this quite a few years ago, and it looks like it's going to come true, and that is, I feared that every member of the 72 uh, perfect season would be dead before the Dolphins won another Super Bowl, uh, and it looks like,
1: yeah, that's going to happen. But uh, they, they don't really need it, though. They pretty much set the standard.
0: No, I know, but as a Dolphin fan, I don't want them to all die before I see the Dolphins win another Super Bowl. That was the point. <clears throat>
1: uh, I don't know. I mean, football players do not live as long as non-football players because of the head injuries. But, uh, I mean, just he was, a, he was a great man for what he did off the field, right? Yes. Yeah. Raising money for the, the Miami Project. Yes. Yeah. His help help find a cure for paralysis. Yeah, his, he personally um, I, you know, I, by I that used, with his son. Yes, with his son. Yeah, I used to watch him. I think on Inside the NFL. Yep. He was wasn't he on Inside? The NFL? Yes, and he was. And so that's HBO. I I knew him had a you know not a personal relationship but a more, uh, more beyond a beyond, beyond
0: his playing days you knew of him beyond. Yeah, because I wasn't mm-hmm. I
1: wasn't really you know I was too young. Yeah, I was alive but barely. But like seeing him. On, inside the NFL, and also because of the lore, because, hey, we're Dolphins fan. He's the elder statesman of the Dolphins. Exactly. And, um, so uh, we mourn the passing of Nick Monacotti.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, here's another one that passed away. Uh, you probably won't recognize the name. Uh, Denise Nickerson.
1: Of course. Oh, are you kidding me? I totally forgot about her. Actually, I have a little story behind that, but absolutely, Denise Nickerson. Violet, you're turning Violet.
0: Ah, so you do know Denise Nickerson, okay?
1: Absolutely. You know why? Because here's here's another little story, a little story. Uh, little, what about now? Personal story. So, um, for bedtime, ever since my 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 first born was born, my wife has this like it's like this hand knitted. Um, it's like a, it's a wall hanging that somebody hand knitted. Somebody, some member of the family made, and it has every little letter of the alphabet. And next to it is something that represents that letter of the alphabet. So it's like this, it's like the side, it's like a picture frame, okay. right, hanging on the wall in my daughter's room. And it started out this this tradition started out when my oldest when my oldest daughter was about this age, and now my youngest daughter is about this, you know, around one. Where every night before bedtime, we go, we we do the alphabet and we say the letter and then the thing. Or actually, what was we say the thing for the letter? Like for and I will do it for you real quick because like it's it's burned in my. I'm like you know apple. Um, Shit, I've already forgotten B. That's so much for being burned in my memory. Um, but whatever. Uh, like, car, duck, elephant, frog. And there's a, there's a letter, and then there's a picture of that little thing. And we do that every night before bedtime. to teach my daughter the letters. And when we get to V, it's violet. And so so the reason why, it's interesting is because over the years, I've put funny little things. Like, we say, like, we get to V, and we say violet. And then I say, actually, I don't, what I say is, I don't say violet. We get to V, and I say Violet, you're turning violet. That's what I say for the violet, because there's a, like a little thing of a, it says violet, and so I for four years now we've gotten to V, and I've said Violet, we're turning, you're turning violet, and now ever since she died, I've changed it. Now we get the violet. I say they, my daughter, because like my oldest daughter knows my heart. She leads it. She says Violet, we're turning violet, and I go, oh, I ended now
0: with
1: oh, oh, because she's dead. Denise Dickerson is dead, but like. Some of the other, I try to make it funny, like, um, we get, uh, tell me if this is offensive. Since you're the Irishman in the room, we get to, uh, R for Rainbow, we go Rainbow, and every single night I go, oh, lucky charms.
0: (laughs) No, we Irish don't take offense on anything, so. (laughs) Okay,
1: anyway, so like, I've tried to jazz it up with like funny little things. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Denise Nickerson. she was virate, a, virate Beauregard. In uh,
0: Willy Wonka and the Chocolate
1: Factory. Wonka yeah. and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see, who else did we lose this month? Uh, Pernell Whitaker. Uh, Pernell Sweet Pea Whitaker. Sweet Pea, yeah. 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 yeah, he hit by a car. Um, Ooh. Former retired, uh, former Supreme Court Justice uh, John Paul Stevens passed away. That's right, yeah. that's
1: right, 98. Yeah, Ooh.
0: yeah, he passed away. Um Art Neville from the Neville Brothers. He passed away.
1: Huh, I didn't hear about that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: that happened uh nine days ago. Um
1: Can you can you name another Neville Brother? I think I can name one.
0: Aaron. I got into Aaron Neville. There you go.
1: Oh. Robbie.
0: There you go. Wait, no, that's not a Neville.
1: <laughs> Ooh, we just had a Neville Brother Lightning round. <laughs> Uh, I want to say K- Knievel, Neville Knievel. Neville Knievel,
0: yes, there you go.
1: Neville Knievel. Oh, we have another potential title. The, ne- Neville. The, Neville, Either that inc- the Neville
0: ending story.
1: No, no. We're going to go with Incidental Radish.
0: Okay, yeah, I like that the best.
1: The Incidental Radish. But uh, what else? Uh, want to wrap up our Lightning round Oh, uh, yeah, or? let's.
0: Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Rucker Hauer. Uh, 80- oh, that's close.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's close. Yeah, it, let's close. 80- with oh,
0: Hauer. We'll, we'll close with him. Let me just a uh, couple more that touch on real quick. Uh, Russie Taylor, who was the voice of Minnie Mouse, and, uh, Martin on The Simpsons, she
1: passed away. Oh, I had no idea she was the voice of Martin on yeah, The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, she does. Martin, she did, uh, Uter, and, uh, Sherry and Terry, she passed away.
1: Oh, shit. I knew that she passed away. Yeah. But on the news, it was the voice of Minnie Mouse. Yeah, and that's, that's, all that's
0: her, yeah, big thing, which is big for my kids as well, but, uh, yeah, Martin and Uter and Sherry oh, wow. and Terry, so...
1: I guess eventually I'll be disappointed when I ever get back to watch the Simpsons that I haven't watched since 2014.
0: <laughs> uh, can't say that you've missed a lot of outstanding episodes, although I have found something Uh-oh. that I like. I keep up with it. Too. Uh-oh.
1: I'm being stared down right now by the podcat. That can't be good. Uh-oh. She stared at me and she licked her lips.
0: Uh-oh. Did she eat the pod rat?
1: Uh no, she it's I guess it, oh shit, it's possible that she ate the pod rat.
0: Uh-oh. She ate the pod rats. I mean, you are in the 7th District of Maryland. You must have a pod rat, right?
1: Oh, yeah. the po- Podcat v. Podrat.
0: <laughs> Is that the sequel to that Batman of- Superman?
1: <laughs> no, that was a landmark Supreme Court case. Oh, okay, Podcat gotcha. V-, gotcha. v. Podrat. But uh, what else? So, come on. Let's close out Let's, let's close out Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. Get to get to
0: Rucker Hauer uh, every 80s Huge 80s. fan.
1: Blade Runner. Huge fan of Rucker Lady Hauer. Lady
0: Hawk. Blind Fury. The Hitcher. So the good, the Hitcher. I love the let's,
1: Hitcher. Let's do let's do some deep cuts, Flesh and Blood. You
0: know, I don't think I saw Flesh and Blood. Which one was Flesh? and I blood?
1: saw it once, and what I remember is Full Frontal Nudity by Jennifer Jason Leigh. That's what I remember oh, from that movie. that's
0: all you. You always remember things yes. with your penis. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? You remember Deadlock? It was an H. Uh, oh yes, movie the about, one with
0: the collars. It was him oh. and the, was it Mimi Rogers. Mimi yes, Rogers, yes. baby.
1: Oh, Great what else? Movie. Was it like? Uh, uh, hobo with a Shotgun. I think
0: I've seen that. I enjoy that movie. It's actually fun.
1: Uh, great scene. Great uh, President of Wayne Industries. Yes. In, uh, Batman, Batman Begins. Begins. Yes. Yes. Oh God! What else? What else? Love Rutger Hauer.
0: Uh, somebody, uh, I I haven't watched Blade Runner in a while. Somebody mentioned this the other day. Did Blade Runner take place in twenty nineteen? I have no idea. Because somebody said that it took place in 2019, and he played a replicant that died in 2019, and Eww. yeah, so.
1: Oh, you think maybe he he offed himself because he just for the, just for the synergy?
0: No, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> I think it's just just one of those weird coincidences.
1: Okay, so now that was all from memory, Now I'm just taking a little peek, taking a little peek for some of the things that were so amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see... Oh, that's right, he played... I think... I didn't see it, but it, he got a, a lot of critical acclaim for playing uh, something about Escape from Sobobor. Something about something about the Sobobor Rebellion during the Holocaust. Oh, I didn't see he, that, no. Okay, uh, I'm looking for it. Um, where is it? Okay, so I can't find it here, but I know he won critical acclaim for something to do with... He portrayed somebody in the Holocaust.
0: okay. Um, I have not seen that. So but Blind Blind vengeance is a great movie. Or is a Blind Fury?
1: Yeah, Escape from yeah. is called Escape from Sobibor. It's just yeah. not showing up in his filmography. Okay. Um Let's see. Buff. Oh, he was the bad guy in Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: That's right. He
1: was. Uh, um so man, just prolific. Prolific actor apparently. Uh <laughs> was a very nice guy according to colleagues and you know, environmental causes. He was, he was, I think he was Dutch from the Netherlands.
0: Okay, yes, yes, he was, yeah.
1: Bone Daddy, that sounds familiar.
0: That one I have not seen.
1: Huh. That sounds familiar. I think I've probably seen that one. Uh, let's see. That's about all that jumps out for me. Obviously... Not too much terribly in his later years, no. except for Batman. But but uh, Hobo the
0: Shotgun, which you should check out if you haven't seen it. It's a lot of fun. It's a in the vein of a lot of those trauma films from the eighties and just, you know, gratuitous violence and stuff like that, but so much fun. He he really was kind of a joy to watch.
1: But, uh, okay, so uh, hats off to Rutger Hauer. We're yeah. going to miss him. What's your, th- what's your favorite role by him? I mean, I enjoyed The Hitcher. I, enjoyed, I loved him. In fact, I think Jennifer Chase Jace- Wasn't Jennifer Chase Jace- in The Hitcher, yeah, too? Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, in- I think so. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, I'd probably still have to say Roy Batty in uh, uh, Blade Runner was my, was, was my favorite role from him. Man, but The Hitcher's really good. Him. He's really good in Yeah. So. Um, can we transition from celebrity deaths to an awkward celebrity encounter?
1: absolutely by all means now what about now segment brand new segment awkward celebrity celebrity encounter and I, and I
0: don't get too many of these uh any type of celebrity encounters but I had a very awkward one uh,
1: I tend to have my mostly awkward personal encounters not awkward celebrity encounters.
0: well it's it's it was a personal encounter but it happened to be with a celebrity so I guess it's an awkward celebrity encounter
1: all right so so should I try to guess who this was can you give me like a, what what can you at a Convention. At some sort I was at a convention? comic
0: book convention But he, This isn't a comic book movie He only did A handful of movies The most Famous one, the one he was there for Was made in 1979 The one that he made The following year in 1980 Pretty much killed his career
1: Oh my god I know exactly who you're talking about Who? You're talking about the guy from the Warriors and Xanadu? Yes,
0: Michael Beck! That's a good dude. guess, dude!
1: Dude, I, I swear to God, you did not. I had no idea who this was. You did not tell me who I this was. I did not. I did not. And I was able to guess exactly who you're talking about. Because I know... Yeah, he was Michael Beck from the Warriors, and then he played the, the, the male lead in Xanadu.
0: Yes. Now how, now, how did you pull that one out of your ass like that?
1: Because you said... Two movies, and the next movie killed his career. And I, kn- I don't know. I just knew that dude. You knew
0: that nineteen eighty Xanadu. That was it. That's
1: it was. Bla- it was the Warriors and Xanadu. I, yeah. I fuck. You know what? Because I spent. I've spent like probably an hour reading his filmography on Wikipedia at some point.
0: Wow. So sad.
1: So anyway, I couldn't have told. I couldn't have told you the name. Okay. But I knew. I knew exactly you're talking it's about. It's Michael Beck. What you saw, Michael Beck? That's awesome.
0: Okay, so this is how it worked out. All right. Okay. So. I went to a convention, and I remember seeing him listed on uh, the the roll, uh, the, the list of actors that were supposed to appear, the celebrities were supposed to appear. So, if you've ever been to a comic book convention, they have a section of the convention where it's basically autograph hall,
1: and it's fine because, like, like. You're paying them, and so like you don't feel guilty. about it like, as opposed to like approaching a, c- a celebrity on the street or something, it's like it, we, there's an agreement. You can exactly. interact with them. You can say it's- hello. You are paying them. You, hello, nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. If they're nice, you said that you had like Henry Winkler was a really nice oh, guy. Yeah, you talked super to him. Nice, so. I had a conversation with Denise Crosby. Oh yeah, I had a. Yeah. I got her autograph, and she was very so friendly and so chatty. And I had an awkward encounter because I say stupid shit. But, like, the first thing that came to mind was, like, her nude scene from one of her movies. And so, like, that's the only thing I could think of. But, like, she didn't, I, I didn't really allude to that because, basically, <laughs> we started talking and the only thing I could think to say was, hey, weren't you in 48 hours? But, like, what I was thinking about was, I didn't say that, but what I was thinking of was the nude scene. You yes,
0: know? I've seen you naked, you know?
1: <laughs> but I didn't say that. But, like, she was so nice. Hey, and I've so seen you naked. About... you want to
0: see me naked, too?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's... But did, she was so nice, and he's. That's how
0: you get escorted <laughs> out of those places, by the way. So.
1: She was. Uh, she was really talking up because she's. She's like such a. Active act um, actor. She's in uh, Mike. What was it the the Showtime series with. Uh, uh, Leave Schreiber. Oh, uh, is it? F- uh,
0: what's it called? Ray Donovan.
1: Yeah, so she. I think she has a criminal. She was like talking that up. I was like, oh, Hey, okay. was such cool. a fan. I know she was in. But, a
0: couple uh, Episodes of Walking Dead. She was one of the. Yeah, uh, the I know she was great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, and again, again, the movie that comes to mind is Arizona Heat, where she's naked, but...
0: <laughs> again, you remember movies with your penis, but I digress. Yeah, go
1: look up Arizona Heat. Go okay. look up Arizona Heat. I'm pulling that out of my ass. Okay. So you saw Michael Beck. Tell me what happened. Well, oh, well, my let me, God. Let,
0: yeah. let me kind of build to that. So I go to the autograph hall, and it's on a Friday. I went on a Friday. I took a day off work, went with a friend, and we went on a Friday, which means, like, some of the bigger people weren't there yet. And people like, uh, I think it was like Richard Dean Anderson was going to be there, and Jonathan Frakes. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jonathan Frakes was going to be there. Uh, George Takai was going to be there. Now,
1: now, Frakes, I didn't... Let me just, as an aside, like, I I got the sense that Frakes was a douchebag. He wasn't a douchebag to me, but he was clearly, like, irritated and didn't want to be there. And I'm, I'm like, I don't... I'm just, like, short and sweet. I walk over and say, hey, I, they sign it, and I, I literally say the same thing. I say, thank you very much, sir, or ma'am, or whatever. And, uh... Because, like, I just... I feel awkward interacting with these people. So <laughs> I walked up here you go, he signed it, I said, thank you, sir. And he says, hey, uh, no, you know, the problem. But, like, he was, like... He looked irritated, and he was chewing gum, and it was, like, one of those things where, like... People can, like, chew gum in, like, a douchebaggy kind of way. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: Is that how he was doing it? Like, in a douchebaggy kind of way, or...?
1: So I, I got like a, a douchebag vibe from it, or at least like an ear ir- like he was irritated. He didn't want to be there. Okay, okay. But he was he was nice. Like, he, he was like oh he was like oh uh, thanks for coming. Right. Like so like 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 the the like the, the semblance, of like trying to be nice to me. Right. 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 But like I got the sense he didn't want to be there, and like again, you can't judge somebody by one encounter because maybe. He was maybe he had a long day. Maybe somebody before me was an asshole, so you can't really judge by one, right? But like, I just got, I just got the sense he was like a douchebaggy kind of feel, but whatever. Now
0: I, but like I, so like, I've seen him before, but I saw him years ago when Next Generation was still right. on the air, yeah, and when, when and? conventions were just Star Trek, one guest, much smaller, and you got the autograph. Oh the yeah. Submission. Um, and he was right, he right. was fine then, but like I said, that was okay. that was like thirty years ago. So you know,
1: but now he's a big time director. So maybe yeah,
0: he might he might have changed, or he might just got burned out by fans over thirty years, which is very possible. Yeah, e- so.
1: exactly. But uh, that's why I, like, I don't like to bug him. You know? Yeah. But so. So, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so continue. Yeah, Come so on.
0: Anyway, so he wasn't there. A lot of the, the bigger guys weren't there. And uh, like Daniel Panabaker, who's on the Flash, was going to be there, but she wasn't going to be there until Saturday.
1: Oh, uh, what's her called? Snow, uh, Killer yeah. Frost. Yeah,
0: she's, yeah, Killer Frost. Oh. she's a cutie. Yeah, but she wasn't there. You know, but that was fine because I'm a Mystery Science Theater three thousand fan, and they had uh-huh. Jonah Ray and Felicia Day there. They're both okay. the host, the new new host of the new one, on right, that right, Netflix. Right. So I went there and there's nobody standing in their lights. so I got to spend a nice amount of time talking to both of them, getting their autographs, just chatting stuff up. Super nice, super chill, both of them, very sweet. Uh, I had a good time with that. I went over and talked to Daniel Logan. Who and got his autograph? Who played uh, Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones? The kid, the child actor. Okay. So he's oh, he's cool. like from New Zealand. He's like in his 20s now. Super nice guy as well. And for my uncle and my youngest daughter, I went and talked to 86-year-old legend Rico Browning, who, if you don't know who that is, was the actual stunt performer that was the creature of the Black Lagoon in the Creature of the Black oh, Lagoon cool. movies. He, okay. he's so well versed. He was actually the stunt coordinator for a lot of the underwater fight scenes in movies, including Thunderball and Caddyshack. <laughs> he coordinated wow. those stunt scenes. So um,
1: wait, where where was there an underwater fight scene in Caddyshack?
0: The golf cart that goes into the lake and stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah
0: he still you yeah, know that still has to all be coordinated and stuff like that, and, and he did that. So um, by
1: the way, by the way, I gotta keep throwing. By the way, did you know that the I want to visit it, but the actual golf course. They used to film K is in fact in Fort Lauderdale. Oh.
0: Well, you know what? Rico Browning lives in Fort Lauderdale. So he would. Hey, and he was bo- full circle. He was born in Fort Pierce and lived most of his young adulthood in Jensen Beach. So
1: Alright, come on, Michael Beck, go. So
0: anyway, so Michael what does Michael Beck have to do with any of this? Because I am not there looking at him. I had gotten all four autographs. I got more autographs than I expected. I didn't expect to get Rico Browning. Okay, so- so the Warriors the, is
1: is hugely hold on a second. So the Warriors to this day is a hugely popular cult classic.
0: Exactly. So what does he have to do with this? Here's what he had to do with this. He wasn't in the autograph hall. And I had uh-huh. forgotten completely that he was supposed to be there on the list. So uh-huh. I'm, you know, I'm looking at all the different celebrities that they've got there and all the booths for him. His name is anywhere. It doesn't remind me that he's there. And I don't even think that he's, you know, there. I can't even remember. Michael right. Beck's supposed to be there. Until I leave for the day. So I said goodbye to my... F- uh. I said goodbye to my friends, and I start heading out. I'm, I, I had to head back home, so I was leaving a little bit earlier than that. Were, were you in...
1: Where were you? Orlando?
0: No, this was in Miami Beach. This... Oh, yeah. okay. So I...
1: Wait, wait, were you at the convention center? Yeah,
0: Miami Beach Convention Center, yes. Okay. So... So I'm leaving the Miami Beach Convention Center. I've said goodbye to my friends. I'm heading out. When I decide, oh, I Mm -hmm. haven't been down this aisle. I've spent money all day long. I've bought autographs. I've bought some merchandise. I've spent too much money. I need to get going. But I haven't been down this aisle. So let me go down this aisle and take a look at some merchandise. I look around. There's not a whole lot there I want to see. And as I'm walking out, there's this booth and it's called like I wouldn't say it's called Hollywood Heroes or something like that. But all they did uh-huh. what all they're selling in this booth is autographs. And there sitting in the front of this sell this vendor's booth is Michael Beck. So he I guess was being sponsored by them. He's not part of the convention itself, even though he's listed on the site. Uh-huh. So he's not in the convention hall, but he's I guess a sponsor or a guest of this vendor. Okay. And I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, that's Michael Beck. And I'm looking at, at, at the, the you know, that it definitely is him. And there's the photos of the warriors and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't really want an autograph, but maybe I do. Let, let me kind of get a little bit closer and see how much the autographs are. And there's nobody standing at this booth, by the way. Nobody around him. Right. And... I'm looking at it, and it's forty dollars for an autograph, and I'm like, uh-huh. I can't do it. You know, it's just, I've spent too much money. I don't really want to spend forty dollars for Michael Beck's autograph. To me, it's just it's it's not worth it. Uh, and I'm I'm starting to walk away. I'm not even going to interact with the guy. I'm not going to bother him. I'm not paying uh-huh. him. When the woman okay. that runs the booth and is sitting next to him goes, "Hi, do you know who this is?" I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I do. She so goes. He goes. Yeah, and, and, and then he goes. Have you seen this movie? He's pointing to the Warriors poster. Have you seen this movie? And I'm like, Yeah, it's great. Okay, enjoy your time in Florida. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> and I and, and I look at his face and just like I'm so done with this guy. I'm. So, it's like just just uh, <laughs> like like almost palpable disgust that I wasn't going to go over there and entertain more conversation and pay $40 for his autograph. Cause that's- Wait, so who
1: had that look of disgust? Michael Beck did? Michael Beck
0: did. It's like, okay, have fun, bye. And he's like, just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's obviously trying to sell his autograph, and I'm just like not having it, you know, because I'm not going to buy it. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, I've Aww. seen your movie. It's great. All right, I'll see you.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. So, like, the the best way out of that would have been just to lie your ass and be like, sorry, no, I've I've never seen that movie. Sorry. No. um,
0: I what I should have done, but, you know, I love the movie. It's a great movie. I own the movie. I'm just not going to get his autograph. It's like, I didn't want it. (laughs) I didn't want it.
1: (laughs) For 40 bucks? I mean, dude, like, that's all he has, man.
0: I, I went in there specifically for three autographs. I'm a Star Wars fan, so I was going to get Daniel Logan. Because I know if I see him at a Star Wars convention, I have to wait eight hours. I'm not doing that. I walk up, I have a nice conversation. It's much different at a small comic book convention, or even a large comic book convention, for a Star Wars guest to be part of than going to a Star Wars uh, convention. So I wanted to do that and have that experience where I could have a much more laid-back experience with, with, with one of the actors. I was a backer of the Kickstarter for Mystery Science Theater 3000, so I had personally invested in them bringing that show back. I was very pleased with the final product. I got a donor poster for backing the project, and I wanted to have the two main actors that contributed to that to sign the poster. So I brought my poster, had them sign it, had a very nice conversation with both, and enjoyed it completely. And the Rico Browning thing, I just... Yeah, you know, like I said, there's my my youngest daughter loves Creature Black Lagoon, my uncle loves Creature Black Black Lagoon. They have they had replica movie posters. I thought it'd be really cool to get one of each side for them and send you know, so that was a impulse buy, but it felt really really justified because of people in my life that love. All right, that so
1: dear, I have a, I have a, I have a confession to make. What's that? Um, so uh, earlier when. You were. Uh, this is just a just a w- weird coincidence, but earlier when you were describing the movies, and I was able to guess that it was Michael Beck. So soon was in fact because it turns it turns out there's a there's sort of a connection to the show. So we talked. We've talked before. We've talked many times about how it would be awesome to really get us on the map to have some sort of interview, some sort of celebrity interview, and. You know, we tried with Gil Gerard, didn't really work out. But, so, I was going to make a surprise to you, but it, it turns out that I was able to secure an interview, a podcast interview with none other than Michael Beck. So, um, I'm a little torn here, because now, now that I hear your story with him, um, it might present an awkward situation.
0: <laughs> I think it'll Wait, am I going to be part of the interview?
1: I don't know quite now what to do now because um, I'm given, given your history with Mr. Beck, I don't know if he's going to even want to do it, if I should do it, so...
0: I, let's put it this way. I didn't introduce myself and since it's a podcast and not a visual medium, he doesn't know who I am, so it's okay.
1: But... Uh, so, I don't know. So, I'm going to have to reconsider. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to talk to these people. I'm going to figure out what to do. So, su- surprise! Um, yeah, I, uh, I I tried to get us an interview with Michael Beck, but, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work <laughs> out now. So
0: I've screwed us! I've screwed us again! Y-
1: you might have screwed Gosh. us, actually. Our, our, our apologies to Mr. Beck. We, we're a big fan of the Warriors. And, and, big fan of Xanadu. And that brings us full circle, because can you tell me, my friend, who did... Uh half the soundtrack is he to do.
0: Was it Yellow?
1: It was in fact Yellow. And next question. Who did I see a few weeks ago in concert in Washington DC? Michael Beck! Exactly. <laughs> Which is weird because he, he's not really a singer, but he was just like on stage kinda well, you know, doing well, some improv. Well, I, doing I a hate to break to him,
0: but he's not much of an actor either.
1: Ouch. <laughs> He is. Hollywood they, oh, they didn't give him a chance. You're in You're in one big budget bomb named Xanadu. He
0: followed it up with Megaforce.
1: Oh my <laughs> god. So, uh... Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So it turns out the soundtrack of Xanadu with the Yellow songs was actually a huge hit. Oh, okay. And, um, sold a couple mil copies. Because they had like half Living Newton-John songs and half Yellow songs, but it was so exciting because this is the guy who hasn't toured North America in like forty years. I'm, I'm very jealous I'm email. very
0: jealous of you getting to go to this concert, so
1: Jeff yellow. If you look at our Twitter feed, which is at what about now pod, which is our handle for Twitter and Facebook, our email is Darren and at gmail.com. D-A-R-I-N-A-N-D-T-E-D at gmail Throw in a little plug for our uh, email and our WhatAboutNowPodcast.com. But uh, I got a picture of, like, the lasers from the Jeff Lynn's ELO 2019 North America Tour. Amazing show, amazing show. Wasn't too chatty. Was not too chatty at all. Mostly songs. Songs sounded great. But other than that time, they introduced the band, and he introduced, um, because Danny Harrison was the opener, and then Danny Harrison came on in the middle, and they sung Handle with Care from the Traveling Wilburys. Oh, nice. Obviously, Danny Harrison sung the part of Roy Orbison, right? Okay, of course, yeah. And... uh, Course and uh, and I think at the beginning where he's like hello Washington D C, but the amazing show, and uh, uh, just to see like live not only the live show but like the, they had uh, two ch- two cellists and a violin player in addition to like the normal you know like giant band wow and uh, yeah, it was great and, now th-
0: and and here's the funny thing and we talk about how things kind of get repurposed um my daughters wouldn't know Jeff Lynn or ELO. If, you know, he walked up and introduced himself to them. You know, they're seven and five. But they absolutely adore Mr. Blue Sky. Oh. Because it's in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: God. Yeah, his songs, those songs are all over the place.
0: They sing along with that song every time it comes on, so.
1: You know where my favorite uh, movie... Placement of my, mo- my movie tie-in with Mr. Blue Sky was this is kind of a deep cut, but it's the trailer to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh, Mind. Yeah, yeah. They used Mr. Blue Sky with that; it was amazing. It was
0: used really well in a Doctor Who episode as well, but I digress.
1: Okay, but they, he did that song; amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, and uh, you know how sometimes you go to the concert and there's like some super fan who knows all the words and is like singing all the songs, and you're trying to you're trying to hear the song with some jackass. Who's singing all the songs? That was me. That was you, you and your. I know all the you words. You and
0: your best buddy Michael Beck.
1: Exactly. So that was kind of a mildly interesting story because I, I bought two tickets, and then my wife, my wife was supposed to go with me, but that particular week she had a work trip to Boston, and she was scheduled to get back that afternoon, like at two or three o'clock, something like that, and they were supposed to, were supposed to drive down from the. Um, uh, rat infested mess whatever the fucking we were supposed to drive down from the, yeah the um, horrible rat and rodent infested mess of a 7th district down to DC and uh, her flight got delayed so it kept being pushed and pushed and it was like well there's going to be a cutoff point because we, we were going like, to do a whole date night we had dinner reservations we were going to go down there dinner and a show and she got delayed and I was like I'm not missing the show and uh, then her flight got canceled and she got a new flight down in uh, Reagan, uh, you know, DCA, Reagan National. And so it worked out perfect. I'm like, well, maybe you'll get down there and you'll get down there in time and you can like take a lift over to the show. You can meet me inside, whatever. Now, nah. So it's like she was so late that I went to the show by myself and frankly, because ha- those seats are so tiny, I'm just... In the future, it would be nice if I just bought two seats anyways, just to have be like all roomy at these shows, right? Did you
0: give me a call and say, hey, can you catch a flight to Baltimore? Or I guess it would have been Did nice.
1: I, I, pretty, I? I might have, yeah. Yeah. Or did I just text you during the show? Yeah, something
0: like that. You should have, yeah, I think you did something like that.
1: So. You would have about ha- had as much luck getting to D.C. as my wife did, because traffic along the entire East Coast from Boston all the way down <laughs> to D.C. was like a nightmare. Yeah. So you, you would not have gotten a flight. You would have done better to get, hop in your car and drive safety <laughs> yeah. So it was like, it was perfect synergy because like, she ended up rerouting to Reagan, which is in DC or right outside of DC. So I saw the show and had an hour to kill and then when I picked her up and now, so the, the funny thing is, is that, I, 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 I pose this question to you. Knowing me, Knowing that I'm a single guy, I'm a guy by myself, in our nation's capital, it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night, I have an hour to kill, what do you think I would do for some mischief? What do you think I would do?
0: Uh, take a shit on a Trump
1: Hotel bed. (laughs) Well, first of all, he prefers more peeing on beds Uh, and shitting. Okay. But, uh... Okay, two more guesses. You get two more guesses. What What? would I do to cause some mischief in D.C.?
0: Conduct an interview with Michael Beck and then inform him that I dissed him at a convention.
1: Uh, considering that I just now found out about it, the whole dissing... <laughs> that's a poor guess, but that was a guess. What's your third guess?
0: Um, I'll
1: give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. What's, think about the most wild and crazy... Thing a single guy could do, and then think about the exact opposite. That's what I did. You
0: smoked crack with former DC Mayor Marion Barry.
1: That would have required a shovel and a flashlight (laughs) because he's dead.
0: From smoking crack.
1: (laughs) Marion Barry is dead, man. Oh, my God. Have some respect for the dead. (laughs) Really? Really? Have some respect for the crack-smoking... The dead crack-smoking mayor of D.C. Then you
0: flew to Toronto and snorted coke with former mayor Rob Ford?
1: Oh, my God. My God, have some respect (laughs) for the dead. He's dead, too. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No. um, I shot up heroin with Tom Petty.
0: (laughs) Fuck. Now you've crossed the line. Because I actually like Tom Petty.
1: Oh, (laughs) man. Well, there was a little Wilbury tie-in there. But, um, so what I did was... I found there was a there was an, a a cookie store that was open like, ah! that I've been meaning to go. I mean, so like sort of like a, a Insomniac cookies, but like a, not a chain, or like a one off. It was, it was called like Cookies and Milk or something, open till midnight. And I had my eye on it for many many like months and years. And so I finally got an opportunity to go to the cookie place <laughs> in DC. And then I snuck a cookie. I got my wife. I was like, I, I couldn't leave there without bringing my wife something. But like. Like, like, they were known for cookie ice cream sandwiches. And I didn't bring my wife home because, like, it would be too messy. I didn't know the time. I didn't know the timing of, like, when her flight was going to yeah. or whenever. Like, she's going to be late. And so I, like, inhaled a cookie. And then I brought her some cookies, but completely half truth what I ate there. I was like, yeah, I ate some cookies. I brought you a cookie. I did not mention that I, in fact, ate an ice cream cookie sandwich because she would have been pissed. So that was my, my mischief in D.C. Uh, a cookie, cookie and ice ke- cream related mischief in D.C. Um, saw the Yellow concert. Perfect evening of e- Jeff Lynn and ice cream cookies.
0: Uh, and lying to your spouse.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a lie. It was a half-truth.
0: What would you rather... Come on. What, what would you have rather admitted to, to your wife about that night? That you had a one-off extramarital affair... Or that you had eaten an ice cream chocolate chip cookie without her knowledge
1: uh, which would be see. less damaging
0: to your long term
1: yeah <laughs> um who did I have the affair with does it matter was it with Michael Beck by any chance <laughs> sure <laughs> okay I mean um because that would pose a lot of Questions for my and wife. I, I like, mean, I didn't, know if the, you know, I didn't know
0: if that part mattered, but you know,
1: it could I'm just saying that, like, you know, like she would be really confused and be like, "Are you, are you turning gay? Are you leaving me?" Sort of thing.
0: What? What? A. Would she really be confused? At B, if you, <laughs> if you, if you have a homosexual relationship, I don't think "Are you turning gay?" is a question you need to ask anymore. <laughs> I, I think it's. <laughs> past tense at that
1: point. <laughs> I, okay. So I, I, I turned gay yes. as opposed to turning yes. gay. Yeah. Okay. I, really? I think that
0: horse what has a- left the barn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Here's a quick trivia question because I'm still, I write about it and I still don't understand. Can you tell me the difference between bisexual and pansexual? Because apparently Miley, Miley Cyrus is or somebody maybe it's not my lady, but somebody's like pan some other famous lady, Bella Thorne, she says no, she's not bisexual. She's pansexual. And I have no idea. I still don't know the difference between the two. I
0: think I if you know, I I'm, I'm probably not as woke on this a lot as a lot of people are, so I don't know if my definition or explanation is to be the correct one. But I would assume that is it means that you are capable of being in love and being attracted to all genders, but that would also include transgender. Uh, you know, so not only if,
1: so yeah. like bisexual is too binary. It's like a man, a exactly. woman, like a straight, like a, like a, like a, like a, as opposed to like somebody who is somewhere between or identifies as a non-binary or something like that. Or uh they're they're transitioning or exactly. so it ba- it basically opens it up to not just like, oh, I I'm, I like men and women. it's like it doesn't matter everybody
0: exactly it, it's I, I don't believe in in gender limitations, I guess one would say Because so. like people
1: like there was like one guy I was reading this great interesting article about there's a guy in like the Pacific Northwest who like recently. He's like the first person in the country who was legally recognized by a judge as being as being neither man nor woman as an as an other. Really? Like on his driver on his driver's license, he's another.
0: Okay. Cuz he he yeah. identifies as neither.
1: Exactly. Okay. As both basically, as somewhere or in between. Okay. As somewhere in between. Interesting. But uh It was a great that was a great read, but um Oh, so what else so that was my mischief so I don't know the whole ice cream versus affair you know what would really piss her off I can't really answer that other than by saying I know that she'd be really pissed off if I had an affair and part of it was like eating an ice cream sandwich off that person <laughs> okay, that, I, know, I know that for a fact would piss her off we
0: had an affair and had ice cream sandwiches at the same time <laughs>
1: During and or afterwards, then... Okay, so I'll just... I'll leave it at that. Okay. But uh, what else? What else? you want to do uh, any more segments? you want to have, like, a quick Asian domination? I don't know what else. Maybe we have a story or two. We're getting... We're coming... I don't know, let me check the time here. We're, uh, we're coming up in two hours, but that included a bunch of uh, hemming and hawing at the beginning. Yeah. So we're close. To, like, maybe start to wrap things yeah, up. You want to do yeah, a qu- just, quick Asian domination? Uh, if you've
0: got one, I don't think I really have anything. So if you've got some Asian domination...
1: I don't know if this is an Asian domination or more of a follow-up. So it's sort of like a hybrid, but it's definitely a follow-up. Okay. But, you know, so you know the ongoing... Um, it's definitely more about a follow-up. And you know the ongoing story about the CRISPR babies?
0: Uh, okay, yeah, we've talked about that a couple times. And you, I think so, they he may have inadvertently shortened their lifespan was the last thing we heard.
1: So just for review, to our, our new listener, um, a Chinese professor used CRISPR to genetically edit a set of female twins in China and like the first genetically modified babies that were born and he genetically mo- he modified them so that they would be more resistant to HIV and then it turns out the gene he changed also accidentally made them potentially smarter and then he found out it potentially also shortened their lifespan. Yeah. It's like It just keeps going going. It was going a completely
0: again. unethical thing to do so much so that an authoritative state of government like the chinese government said dude what the fuck
1: yes exactly and the next chapter in the saga now i don't have a lot of information not for lack of research but like there's very little information available to sum it up there's a third baby what there's a third one what now they won't the information is such that they won't even say if the baby has even been born yet, or if it's currently just in it's been born, but there's a third one wow. now. A third CRISPR baby with the same change. There's a third one! My God. This story keeps going and going and going.
0: This one's got superpowers, doesn't it?
1: Ah, uh, probably.
0: Yeah. We're fucked.
1: What would the superpower be?
0: Um, whatever it is, it's going to be used to destroy America. But hey, you know, don't worry. We're gonna do it to ourselves first. It's fine.
1: Uh, yeah, we're doing a pretty good yeah, job, yeah. Russia, and, and, and yeah. in conjunction with Russia, we're doing a pretty good job right now. But uh, oh man, so what else? I'm just I'm thinking. So uh, you want to do some housekeeping? Yeah, we're yeah, let's do, do some housekeeping. Uh,
0: so uh, they, how can they reach us? They can reach us at Darren and Ted at gmail.com.
1: No, but, 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 but stop with the stop with the at double at sign bit. Our email address, we They can reach, and I wait. Hold it. on, I gave uh, I gave a
0: pause. You need to stop insulting the intelligence intelligence of our listeners and assuming that they can't understand when I say they can reach us at Darren and Ted at gmail.com That that's not two separate things. Stop treating them like idiots and start having some faith in them.
1: Uh, well. <laughs> As you know, I don't.
0: Well, it was like you're on as the stand you... again, there, buddy.
1: <laughs> as you know, I don't have faith in anything or anyone because that implies like a fact. <laughs> so, I, I guess let, let's just say it's too early. We have so, so few listeners that I haven't convinced one way or another. We have smarter, stupid listeners, or obviously, Rich, our uh, our uh, official check, fact checker, and our. Uh, Temporary listener prime is quite intelligent. And but, my wife you know, is and my who... wife
0: is caught up on our podcast, so tre- okay. tread lightly so a, with what you okay. say next.
1: <laughs> okay, so we have a couple intelligent listeners, and then I don't know who else is listening. <laughs> the rest are all idiots.
0: <laughs> and we wonder why we don't take off better, I swear.
1: Oh, nah, just kidding. We love you.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh They can reach us. At, at the email address, Ted at gmail.com.
1: See, that's exactly the way you're supposed to do it. You said at the email address, and you, you did a good div- div- divisor. That the, divider. was... A, divider. Dividor. That was a divider very right.
0: long way around to say the same damn thing.
1: Okay, and what about our handles on Facebook and Twitter? Oh,
0: you handle that shit, so what is it?
1: Uh our handles are at what about now pod.
0: Oh, there you go. At what about now pod.
1: And in fact, we have a Twitter follower who is a complete stranger.
0: Oh right. Hi, complete stranger.
1: I have I have no idea who this is, but I love you. It's not anybody I know. It's not a relative or a friend or nobody. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Also, well, not, also, a shout out to Papa Smoke 420 because we don't know him, but he's been around for a while. I don't even know. I don't think he even listens to the podcast. Maybe not. He's just a tw- but if you he's do, a Twitter we love
0: you, Papa Smoke. Fire one up for us tonight there, buddy.
1: Yeah, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. I know you're having some liver, liver trouble, but I hope you're doing yes, well. Yes,
0: absolutely. Uh, and we welcome our and, new follower. Uh, if you're listening, we have a Cache of Crap for you.
1: The Crap ca- the crap yes. cash, And to so the, the idea is that you contact us to be our listener prime, which is our every person. Um, and we uh, will we'll, we'll address you as an audience member and ask your opinion when we have debates. And uh, so if you contact us with the phrase that pays, then you become listener prime if you so choose. And the phrase that pays this week is... I don't know if a, an exhale is, a, is a, technically a phrase. <laughs> not technically a phrase.
0: Uh, What's the, our the phrase of the Is secret ice cream sandwiches.
1: Secret ice cream sandwiches, yeah. and then if you do, you're not only become listener prime, and all that entails, but you get the crap cash, which is a box of box of useless shit. And what are we gonna put in the box of useless shit? An autograph of Michael Beck. <laughs> well, I didn't get that, so no. <laughs> you uh, you know what. You could probably go to his website and get one. You could probably apologize and go to his website and get one. I
0: could probably go to eBay and get one. Yep. I'm sure it doesn't cost more than a couple bucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Ouch. What about a copy of Xanadu and or The Warriors? I don't
0: want to... Well, The Warriors, I would happily let somebody watch. I wouldn't subject any of our listeners to Xanadu. This is just...
1: What about the soundtrack to Xanadu to honor both Michael Beck and Yelena? there you
0: go. (laughs) Okay, we'll do that. The soundtrack to Xanadu.
1: like uh, a cassette or something, just to make it really, really
0: annoying.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? I might have to supply this one. I might have to do the, the Xanadu yellow yeah, yeah, related. I think that's gonna be footwork. Yeah, it's
0: gonna be yours.
1: All right, I'll take this one. I'll get a hold of a copy of the Xanadu soundtrack to honor Michael Beck and Jeff Lynn.
0: By the way, uh, it looks like a Michael Beck autograph can be had on eBay. I don't want to, on like a specialty thing. Oh, here's one uh, for $27. Here's another one for okay, twenty-four ninety-five.
1: dollars 95 With uh, $15 shipping, right?
0: No, free shipping.
1: Oh, look. It, free shipping. Oh, look, it has up to $40.
0: Free shipping. I could have a Michael Beck autographed original French movie poster of the Warriors for forty six hundred five plus fourteen dollars shipping. Wow! Much better deal.
1: Now, would you ever want a, an autograph of the other guy who's been in like so many cool movies? Oh,
0: James Remar! Um, yeah, I would. Add, now he's the cool one. James Remar was it? No. Is that who?
1: Yes, he is cool, but there—that's not who I was thinking of. By the way, I'll give you—I'll give you credit for because I love James Lamar yeah. he was also 48 in- hours hey bring it back to 40- 48 hours yeah. he's a
0: regular on Black Lightning which I do watch so
1: I do like James Lamar yeah. but that's not who I was thinking of it's the guy who was the bad guy in The Warrior and he was the bad guy in Dreamscape and he oh. was the bad guy in Commander. and he was a
0: bad guy in 48 hours too
1: <laughs> and he was the bad guy in 48 hours yes it is I'm looking for I'm trying I'm to remember forward. his
0: name yes
1: wait a minute I'm looking. Which one am I looking at now? I'm looking at the Warriors. Where is it? Damn it! Uh, no, no. Warriors no.
0: come no. out oh, to play.
1: Damn it! I can't find him. Yeah, David Patrick Kelly. Yeah, He is. David Patrick Kelly. He, he's amazing. He's Luther. He's here's the Luther. Here's here's a little bit of
0: trivia for you. His character, Luther, in the Warriors. He was also named Luther in Forty Eight Hours.
1: David Patrick Kelly, and he's a working actor to this day. Yeah. He's always the bad guy. He's always the bad guy. And he said he did some interview. He said he is recognized from that role every single day of his life. Really?
0: I, I bet he
1: is. As the Warriors, 48 Hours, Dreamscape, Commando, huh. Wild at Heart, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. I don't remember him from he that. He was in John Wick Chapter Two. Yeah, man, Malcolm X, yeah. The Crow, uh, uh, Demolition I love this Man, guy. John. I don't even remember him in that. Uh, the longest yard remake, Shiraque, John Wick. Love this guy. He was on Law and Order, Twin Peaks Revival, David Patrick Kelly. This this is one alright. Oh, this goes out to David Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Kelly. Love this guy. He's just a great bad He's guy. He's awesome. He's awesome. So But uh, so would you pay forty bucks for an a- autograph of him?
0: I don't think I'd do forty. I would do forty for James Remar. Uh, I might do twenty five for him. I don't think I'm doing more than twenty for Michael Beck, sorry.
1: I would in fact pay forty eight dollars for an autograph of David Patrick Kelly.
0: One for every hour in forty eight hours? Exactly. Uh, Okay, very good, so. All right, well do you wanna wrap us up? Take us home with a story or anything, you gotta finish up?
1: Uh do we have time? Um I have a quick story. This is such a such an aside, but like it's such a quick one go for it um, cause I was hanging out with the family we are at the mall my wife we wanted to make a quick stop at the mall and my wife had to return something and she's like oh no I'm not just gonna run in you stay in the car with the kids and the baby was sleeping in the back so like um like I dropped her off and we parked the baby was sleeping the baby started to wake up and I called my wife I'm like hey um yeah you wanted us to stay in the car and sleep but the baby's waking up so you want us to come in, the baby's fussing. She's like, no, no, it's dummy. Drive around, put the baby to sleep. And so I started driving around the parking lot, the baby threw back to sleep, and then I realized that I was... What I was doing was the closest thing I'd ever experienced to living the movie speed in real life. Because I was driving slowly around the parking lot, and every time I stopped or slowed down the baby would, like, wake up and start fussing. And I started driving it, and she would fall asleep. So it's like the movie Speed. Except that if I slow down, the 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 bus wasn't going to explode. It's just that my baby was going to wake up <laughs> and start crying. And so that sort of guided and influenced my behavior. Because, like, I was having second thoughts about, like, slowing down for crosswalks and red lights. Because so I was like, oh, God, okay, the baby's sleep. Oh, God, oh, no, the baby's crying. She's starting to stir. I'm like shit, shit, I hope I don't... I hope, oh, I, I really want to make this... Land. And then, like, we're driving around. And again, we're driving around the mall, and there's a crosswalk, so I'm like, should I stop? Like, you know, sometimes you come to a crosswalk, and there's the person's far enough away that you're not sure if you want to stop. And so I'm really having second thoughts about whether or not I just should, like, blow through crosswalks <laughs> to keep my baby asleep. So basically, okay, that's pretty much the whole story. And, of course, i like, goddamn it, I would hit the brakes. Stop at the crosswalk. And I'm like, I'm stopping at the crosswalk for like a lady with a baby. I'm like, well, fuck you and your baby.
0: (laughs) I will kill your baby to keep mine asleep.
1: Exactly. So, like, basically, that was it. That's the whole story. It's like basically playing the home game of the movie Speed.
0: (laughs) Pop quiz hot shot.
1: Pop quiz hot (laughs) shot. And, uh, and it's just annoying to my wife for like, like, what, you know, not wanting to us to come in like you know, just fucking driving around with the baby oh whatever but so that's it that's it that's all I and have really um, and you're still
0: driving to this day the baby has never slept
1: <laughs> yeah we're, I'm actually in the car right now we're driving it's, around
0: it's been two and a half weeks
1: <laughs> it's so weird that my talking really loud <laughs> doesn't affect. Really go but she just man she hits she gets into a moving car and that's she just that's it <laughs> goes right out it's interesting because like like it's the I don't know if there, you know about this. There's a service. It's the equivalent of like how there's in-flight refueling, like the Air Force has those. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about tanker. You're getting in-flight refueling. The yeah. I have actually in-driving refueling for my car, so it's an extra feature. If you get a if you get a one of these newer model cars, you can get the option nice. to have like in in in-drive refueling. It's like a little, like, attachment, like, where, like, to your gas tank and it pops out and whatever. But, uh... And then, like, it's like, um... Like, there's the Uber X and the Uber... Whatever, and the Uber refuel. And so, I... I I've just been driving around for two weeks. Just getting in-drive in, in drive refueling with my baby, sleeping. Um... We, you know, we go through drive-thru. And I have to stop sometimes to go through drive-thru to so get, get her some McDonald's and stuff, but, like, uh... I just piss myself. Whatever. Who cares? There. I don't have any self-respect. Who am I trying to impress? I just piss and shit myself. Whatever. But uh, so yeah. So we're just driving along. So um, and uh, it's really just it's just an amazingly silent car. You can't even hear the road noise. Remember how we started out? How we used to do? We used to do like podcasts while you were driving. That 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 classic Scranton versus. Star Wars celebration well, while you were driving and uh, there's just no road noise right now. But uh, anyways, so that's my life right now. Just driving, just the endless, just the endless driving, the open road if you will. And uh, on that note, I really have to pee, so I'm getting ready to piss myself again. <laughs> Hold on a second. <sighs> that of course is another shout out to a classic line. You remember from the movie Tell, can you remember the movie that had a line? I'm going to do a little quote for you. It was Steve Martin. He was like, excuse me, can I use the restroom? Why, certainly. He goes, and he makes like a face like he's peeing. And he goes, thank you. You
0: mean Rupert the Monkey Boy from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels?
1: Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> yes.
0: Fantastic movie.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. But that's it. That's all I'm looking at. So we got to do our sponsors. The things we missed, we either missed... Oh, fuck! We missed our trending topic.
0: Oh, we'll have to leave that one for next time, so...
1: Are you sure you don't want to do a lightning trending topic? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Let's
0: not slow down this podcast at the end here. I really have to pee. Uh, Let's just quickly...
1: Oh, my God. I have to pee so bad. It better be a lightning... No, I really have to pee, and we can do a lightning trending topic. Go. Like a two-minute trending topic. I really got to pee.
0: Trending topics. Uh, Understanding the debates. Joe Biden. Oh, it's more Democrat debates again. Oh, oh, we got nothing but Democrat debate stuff. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to... We're going to we're going to pass it this time. Every time we do a trending topic... You tell me
1: there's something... Come on, just look. look, look, look let's go. Just come on. There's got to be something. Just read them to me. Just do a quickly reading and if we can't find anything, we'll the pass. Jane the Jane the Virgin finale! Now, Go. Read. Just read. Understanding the debate. Trending topics. Okay, read.
0: Biden, one. No. Dem debate, two. Castro, three. No. Andrew Yang, four. Democrat debate, twenty twenty five. 5. De Blasio, six. Jay Inslee, seven. Bennett, eight. God damn. Jane the Virgin, nine. Corey, Ten. Wahlburgers well, finale eleven. Joe three zero three three zero. I don't even know what that is. I'm old enough to remember when. At number thirteen. Okay. I'm old enough to remember when we didn't do trending topics on this podcast.
1: Uh, really? That's what you're gonna do? Well, first of all, I gotta post it. I gotta. We're gonna do it. You're agreed. We're gonna yes. do this. We're gonna do the. I'm old yes. to remember when. Okay. Let me do. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I gotta figure out. They've totally redesigned the fucking. Um. D- desktop browser version of Twitter, fuck them. So I gotta figure out how to even <laughs> tweet now. Live on the air, recording episode thirty-two. Hopefully, disgusting. Let's see if it. Oh, it does the, they fix that? Cool. Where you can actually type in the hashtag and it does the autocomplete like in the uh, mobile? Order. The I'm old enough to remember when trending. T- okay, tr- okay. Live on the air, recording. Episode, is it episode thirty-two? I gotta double check, fact check. Rich is episode 32 live on the air recording episode 32 discussing. I'm old enough to remember when trending topic segment tweet. Okay, we gotta discuss it now. <laughs> I am old. I gotta think. I gotta think. First of all, you're
0: old enough to remember when you could get through an entire podcast without having to piss your pants.
1: No, it's been like fucking three hours. I don't think it's a bad prostate that has <laughs> the reason why I have to pee. I drank a giant cup of coffee and it's been like three hours. I'm like, I'm only human. <laughs> I am old enough to remember that Michael Beck was in the Warriors, and then Xanadu killed his career. Boom! I'm
0: old enough to remember when Xanadu killed Michael Beck's career.
1: You're gonna take mine, you fucking. No, you fucking I'm. Re- thief. I'm rewarding
0: yours. I'm rewording it because you. It was very. Okay. The 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 hashtag is I'm old enough to remember when.
1: I'm old enough remember to remember when, when
0: Xanadu killed Michael Beck's career.
1: When Xanadu killed Michael... Okay, what's yours? I'm
0: old enough to remember when Jonathan Frakes didn't disdain the fans at conventions.
1: Ooh. Very nice, very nice. So that's it. We just did the (laughs) time. There you go. (laughs) Do you have any more? Do you want to do any more just for fun? Can you think of any? I'm trying to think of something (laughs) funny. I'm old enough to remember when I didn't hate radishes. No, that's really very personal. That's not, that's not really pop really. I'm cold. old
0: enough to remember when your pants didn't have a urine stain in the front.
1: <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when Nancy Reagan was on different strokes.
0: Ooh, very good. I'm old enough to remember when white people didn't say the N word in public.
1: I'm sorry. I'm old enough to remember when white people I'm old enough to remember when white people used to say the N-word in public because it, it, it went away and came back.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. Jesus. I'm old enough to remember when our presidents talked about black people in a derogatory way in secret tapes.
1: Oh. I'm old enough to remember when Star Wars was an actual defense department and um, program
0: i'm old enough to remember when we said we were going to end this podcast which seems like 20 minutes ago now <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think we should end it on that note
0: yes i think so well
1: we have to do our sponsors this podcast has been brought to you by
0: the warrior starring michael beck and james remar
1: absolutely and david kelly what's his name david patrick kelly i love yes. you <laughs> we're gonna have to start following him on twitter all I- right David Patrick Kelly, and of course, uh, our our new Pod Rat. If the podcast, I don't know. You know what? I think this 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 podcast is dedicated to the memory of the Pod Rat who's eaten by the podcast. But
0: podcast uh, this is podcast brought to you by the music of ELO.
1: Yeah, brought to you by uh, drunken wedding debauchery.
0: Oh my goodness! Yes. It's also brought to you by Miami Beach Convention Center comic book conventions.
1: Uh, this podcast is again brought to you by CRISPR Babies.
0: Oh, and secret ice cream sandwiches that you don't tell your wife about.
1: And uh, extramarital affairs involving those secret ice cream sandwiches? I don't know. Uh, well, definitely. Okay, well, Cookies and Milk. Brought to you by Cookies and Milk. In one fashion or another, the restaurant Cookies and Milk in Washington, D.C. Check it out.
0: Uh, and the corpses of drug addicted former mayors of major metro- metropolitan areas.
1: Oh wow! And of course, uh, Violet Beauregard. We gotta, we gotta give it to her.
0: Yes, and I'll always Rutger Hauer. Yes,
1: and uh, like, like tears in the rain, baby. Like tears, like in, tears the rain. in the rain.
0: Oh. I think we should end it on that. You gotta end on tears in the rain. So
1: actually, there's one more. There's one more. Since we're, we want to do product focused. This podcast is definitely brought to you by Ice Rosé. Check it out; Ooh, it's the sparkling wine that's designed to be served over ice.
0: <laughs> uh, and Guayabara T, uh, shirts—you can ah, fit probably four bottles of Ice Rosé yes. in a Guayabera shirt.
1: See, maybe if we get big enough, we'll get sent, we'll get sent a bottle of Ice Rosé and a Guayabera T-shirt. Because come on, we gotta—it would be product-centric. Awesome. I love the Ice Rosé. That would be awesome. Love the awesome. Ice Rosé. Uh, what's some of the products? I mean, obviously, uh, this podcast has definitely been brought to you by, um, rat, disgusting rat and road infested, uh, towns. I gotta, I gotta get the quote right. I keep fucking that quote. Yeah,
0: don't worry got, about it. No, we don't really need to know oh. what that man ever
1: says. It's such, it's such a nice. It rolls off the tongue. Disgusting rat infested mess. It's that last. It just rolls off the tongue. This podcast been brought to you by. Uh, Disgusting rat infested messes.
0: <laughs>
1: that is, of course, according to the president, the 7th, the lucky 7th district of Maryland. And my representative, my. Mr.
0: Elijah Cummings.
1: The Honorable Elijah Cum- Cummings, who I am a constituent of. Just a shout yes. out. Just a shout out to Mr. Cummings. You keep. You keep sticking it to Mr. Drumph.
0: Yes. Keep fucking that man over, please. Keep
1: sticking it to the Drumpf. On <laughs> that note, uh, man, that's it. Okay. Uh, okay, also, one final one. i got to throw this in. This podcast has been brought to you by Depends Undergarments because I'm really going to need one for the next podcast.
0: Oh, my God. This podcast has more endings than the Lord of the Rings movie.
1: <laughs> you want to you wanna play us out, my friend?
0: Yes, I will play us out. So thank you for joining us. And until next time, this is Darren.
1: And this is Ted.
0: And you've been listening to What About. Oh. No, you Not got your bad. yarn on there, that's perfect. So